mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's a place where you can't stay When the world gets too insane It's a new week, which means a new episode of Pearlmania 500. That's right, the two-hour extravaganza where we talk about history, grifters, and all the things in between to help you get through your work day. <laughs> That's right, as you're either driving to and from your job or maybe sitting at your job in an office somewhere, entering data that has no effect on you that you can tell in the short term but will have effect on you in the long term, we're the two hours that get you through your week. That feels really personal, baby. It is incredibly it personal. I feel like that was for anyone else but yourself. That was for me, and Are I don't... Are you listening to your own voice at work? No, I don't listen to my own <laughs> show. I get enough of hearing my own voice editing my TikToks. I, I get enough of hearing your voice. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Well? Sugar pancake, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I didn't even notice it was a thing. 
So anyway, this is a new episode of Promania 500. Uh, this is a listener voted episode. Uh, this is going to be part one of a listener voted episode uh, because I am still doing research on mine, yep. uh, which we can announce is about Onision. Yep. It sounded like you just sneezed. It did. <laughs> Once again, I think we made that joke last time. Yeah, it stands. Overwhelmingly, I, I asked people to please don't vote on it, and they did, uh, yeah. which is a form of reverse marketing. Yeah. Um, and it You're is such a liar. What? You didn't want them to vote for no, it. I really didn't. You really wanted to do Hercules so that you could then talk about Lucy Lawless and how much better she is as Xena Warrior. I wanted to talk shit on Kevin Sorbo and I Dean know. Kane and all and those now, fuckers. Instead of it, you gotta do some research. Okay? I do, and it's terrible research. I, I gotta tell you, it is hurting me every day. Yep. Uh, my soul is shriveling and dying. You don't need it. I don't need a soul. Oh, no. A lot of people say gingers don't have souls, but um, I don't have one after learning more about Onision. So anyway, uh, this week's episode will be dedicated to your research mm-hmm. yep. uh, on Girl Defined. Yep. Um, and we are we have a couple audio clips and things like that that we're going to put in. And when we ever we play an audio clip, we will also link to everything in there. Yeah. If it's images, we put it on our Instagram. If it is audio or a YouTube link, we will post it publicly on our Patreon. Uh, patreon.com slash pearlmania500 that being said we have 21 new team leaders to call out and thank yeah, man. Listen. It's getting wild, man. Middle management. A lot of people uh, really want to be team leaders. Again, we do have a $3 Uh, tier. The Hey Hun tier. But the team leaders get to vote in polls and they also get to get a shout out. (laughs) You have such an announcer voice. I'm doing, I'm trying to do radio DJ. Yeah. Because I feel like morning radio DJ or drive time radio DJ. Yeah. They know how to... <gasps> Can we get a soundboard with fun little sound bites? Listen, the more people sign up with the Patreon, the closer we are to getting an actual oh, soundboard. If we could get a morning DJ soundboard. We... Oh, like on, uh, is it Parks and Rec? Yeah. When he... <laughs> the guy, uh, the troll, the douche. Yeah. I want to live that. You want to douche it up? I want to douche it up. Listen, the microphone. The douche. The douche is much closer to you, <laughs> not the douche. The microphone is the douche. Jesus. <laughs> the microphone is much closer to you. I'm sitting away from the microphone because your voice is smaller and mine has more bass. Yeah. But when we get better microphones. Yeah. I'm going to lean in and do the douche voice. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's go ahead and give some of our shout-outs. Right. You can look over my shoulder to make sure of, we did the shout-outs the first time last week. Yeah. Quite a few people thanked us for actually getting their name correct. Yeah. There is one name early on you can see that we are both going to... Uh, oh, wait a minute. Let me see. Wait, I thought, were we saying last names or no? No, we're going to say... I'm okay. saying the full... And listen, to all of our listeners, if you do not want your full name said, please... When you sign up, send us a message with what name you would prefer. Some people use fake names. Some people use their actual names. We're getting. I don't use my name at all. You don't use your name at all. You're just (laughs) Mrs. Pearlmania. So let's go ahead and start out. Michelle P., thank you for becoming a team leader. All right. Allison M. Holly. Yup. Anna Brown. Yup. Chelsea. Got it. This is the one we're both going to work on. Wait, let me try it first. It's Catherine. 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 Uh, Schmanauer. I'm going to say Catherine Schemenauer. Schemenauer or Schemenauer? I don't know. Catherine, you let us know. Yeah. Next up. Uh, K.O. Keen. Yep. This one is a fake name, and it looks like a combination. Ash Mishashin 92. <laughs> okay, new thing. Everybody change your name to fun things to make Alex say it. Listen. Ash Mishashin 92. I'm, I'm very excited for the next name. <laughs> yeah. Hebrew Hustler. Hey! There we go. 
oh, if we had a sound where we could play some good like bar mitzvah music. I right would be then. blowing a shofar right now. <laughs> um, uh, Jen Jen Rail, Kayla Carlo, Doofy, Doofy. I love me a Doofy. I call my dog that sometimes. He is a big Doofy. He's a Doofy sometimes. Uh, Tyler Hunsaker. Yep. Or Hunsaker. Tyler Hunsaker sounds more correct. Uh, Hunsaker. Well, that's when you sack the Huns. That that's is part true. Of the MLM. Big old Hey Hun hey to hun. Tyler Hunsaker. Bella White. Yep. Ari. Yep. Voxel.loves.u. Oh, thanks. Uh, Shayna Ansley. Yep. Huckleberry Martini. Okay, that I love. That's you can cute. be my Huckleberry. Martini. Huckleberry Martini would be a great stage name. That's a really good. I Huckleberry, big fan. Like I go to a drag show and if I heard coming to the stage, Huckleberry Martini. I would assume oh. that it's Val the a person dressed as Val Kilmer. Okay. From uh from Tombstone. Okay. Comes out and it's like Johnny Ringo. Yeah. I'll be your Huckleberry. And then it just starts playing the Huckleberry Hound theme. Okay. And then they just start doing their drag dance. Yeah. Yep. And they just maybe like a little El Cabong. Yep. Um, anyway, uh, we still got a few more left. Sorry, keep going. You told me we had to do these quickly. I said you need to speed up because sometimes you're a lollygagger. Jamie Hawkins, yep. thank you for being a team lead. Aiden Signs, Marvin Hecht, and Haley Grammer. That is our 21 new. Love it, guys. There we go. Patreon Listen, lets us knock you. those out. Thank you guys so much. We really do appreciate all the new Patreons. Yeah, team leads. Uh, I do have some, like, uh, I don't want to say PTSD, but I have some feelings about the name team leader because of that one job I had with the, the little team leader that used to shout in the mornings. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, is it the one where the nonprofit? Yeah. Oh, I mean, always. Yeah. So one time, for, for those that aren't married to me, I worked at this uh, nonprofit job for a while, and it was the worst, as many jobs are. Um, but the one thing is that every morning we had to be logged into our computer at exactly 9 a.m. And if you weren't logged in at your desk 9 a.m., you would get like written up, right? You get and like a demerit. You get like demerits, and when uh, demerits, when reviews came around, any amount of demerits, you wouldn't get your raise, right? Which was like 25 cents. But um, I, there was this every morning from like 8.30 till that 9 a.m. situation, the team leads would like try to engage with the staff in like fun and games. So we, it was like a one giant room filled with cubicles, right? Yeah. A cubicle farm room. And they would say, everybody stand up. So now you're standing in your cubicle. And these are like half-level yeah, half cubicles. Yeah, half-level cubicles. So it's that open concept bullshit. Nobody yeah. can have anything. Yeah. No personal pictures. It was a call center, yeah. to be clear. So I'm in a call center, open format, cubicle, half-size. We'll have to stand up, and they're playing games. And they're like category-style games and like all this stuff. But it's all about the job we're doing, right? And all the questions are about the work. So it's like to reinforce the things you know. But it was so degrading. These people were talking to us like we were little kids. Because again, we're playing a game, guys. We're having a great time. Everybody listen to the team leader. And then if you would get it right, they would give you a piece of candy. Again, like a child. So it's 8.45 a.m. You're barely making enough to survive. And then this woman, who is 10 years younger than me, hands me a Reese cup. And it's like, great job on get that thing right. And I was like, I'm going to die here. <laughs> Can, can you explain what the nonprofit call center, like just as bare bones as possible, yeah. explain, because it's insane to me, uh -huh. what you guys were doing? So 
we were helping people apply for state benefits. Yes. Right? So a lot of the times it's really difficult to apply for state benefits. A lot of people in the media would have you think that it's easy peasy. Anybody off the street could just go get food stamps and free houses because that's what uh, certain media tells people, right? It's incredibly difficult to get benefits. And it's a lot of paperwork, it's time consuming. You have to, if you have a job, you have to leave work to go to the office to like make sure your paperwork's up to date all the time. It's a huge burden that causes people to stay poor, right? Yeah. And one of the other hurdles is like if you're not a native English speaker, if you um, are you know elderly, that paperwork can be really overwhelming and confusing. So when I worked there, I worked solely with seniors and limited English proficient people, and I would help them do the paperwork. Yeah. So it would be me handling all the paperwork to get them food stamps and uh, LIHEAP grants and things like that, which again can be a huge burden for someone who's you know older. So 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 just to be clear though, and I want to get this through the listeners' heads, you were just describing having to do a fun little dance for Reese cups. Yeah. At the beginning of your day, yeah, where your day consisted of listening to people in the worst situations humanly possible, yeah. beg for help uh-huh. to get social security benefits, to get mm-hmm. heat uh, assistance for their home, yeah. to be able to get SNAP food benefits, yeah. to be able to apply for Medicare and Medicaid. Yeah. And they were like, hey, everybody, don't be so glum. We're going to play some Rihanna and give you Reese cups. Um, yeah. So anyway, our team leads, not like that. No, our team leads are not like that. Our team leaders. I'm just saying that the team lead name, when we talked about it and put it in here, it was kind of like this... You know, us making fun of pyramid schemes and multi-level marketing, of course, because they're a grift, right? Yeah. And it, but like that word, when I hear it, I picture one specific uh, woman who was, she was like a human Russian steam horn. Yeah. Like when I would hear her say 9 a.m. Because she would, they would, that was another thing, they would scream 9 a.m. At 9 a.m. So to let you know your umbilical cord better be locked into that fucking computer ready to take calls. And it was the most like dehumanizing experience and then of course you're doing these calls and they take hours and people are crying and screaming and you're listening to again what you said it was the worst it's the worst moments of people's lives it's like then somebody comes by and is like mrs promania you need to smile you need to cheer up here's a little jelly bean they're not paying me anything so anyway it's not it's just the word sometimes brings back that flash memory of that awful year of my life. Well, we're not changing it, so get over it. I don't <laughs> no, care. No, it's okay. It's not the team leader's fault. Yeah, it's not the team. It's not I our did leave, team. Leader. I did leave a vicious glass door review. Yeah. Yeah, I did. That's the revenge that we get in <laughs> That's society. That's all we get in society. A really mean glass door review. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you basically wrote like a Prince Harry style book. <laughs> Oh my god, we all did. Yeah, everybody did. <laughs> everybody I worked with. I, I remember when you had that job because you worked in the restaurant industry for years. Yeah. And I was very pro you getting out of the restaurant industry. Yeah. But you wanted to help people. Yeah. You wanted to get a job that actually meant something. Uh-huh. And then you got that job and yeah. you found out that the organization you worked for is largest donor (laughs) was the Walton family who owns Walmart and the reason that they were such large donors is because it paying you the organization you worked for to help people get on food stamps was cheaper 
than paying a living wage to cashiers and stock people and inventory people yeah. at Walmart. So yeah, there there was a whole department dedicated to helping Walmart employees sign up for food stamps and Medicaid and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, here's me, I'm sitting there, I, I didn't work in that department, but mm -hmm. of course I was trained in it. And I remember asking them, I'm like, so you're telling me that Walmart hires these people, pays them just the bare minimum to survive, and then we're gonna onboard them to get you know food stamps and things like this to supplement their income. But Walmart is paying us double. Yes. Double that salary, which again, not a lot. Yeah. Double that salary to onboard them on the Medicaid. Yeah. That's crazy talk. And Walmart, yeah. more than likely, yep. will receive the money from the food stamp benefits yeah. from these same employees mm -hmm. who do not have the time or funds to be able to go somewhere else to buy groceries. Yep. Okay. And fun. they get a, they get a, a, a tax write-off, too, for being part of a program like that. So yeah. they actually get more incentives yeah. to keep their staff on SNAP benefits. It's considered a charitable contribution. Yeah, really. So um, anyway. So anyway, now why, that we've, why are we radicalized? I, I wonder why. I know. But why are we enraging our listeners? <laughs> this, this, we started at Team Bleeds and ended up at the Walton family and not the fun living on a prairie Walton family, no. the Arkansas Walton family. No. Anyway, we are... We are, this episode is going to be more fun than this. <laughs> okay. I hope so. I don't know. <laughs> um, I do, since I, since I did not, I'm not covering a topic this week to give you as much time as possible. I do want to set aside just a couple minutes just to talk about something that I'm noticing. I'm not doing active research on yet. Okay. But something I'm noticing. Okay. Since the takedown of Andrew Tate. Yeah, by the Romanian government. By the Romanian <laughs> government. I am noticing a new class of grifters coming in, yeah. and they're all copying the Andrew Tate grift. Yeah, and lucrative. The, the, you know, so Andrew Tate's grift is insanely lucrative. Yeah, Behind the Bastards did an amazing four-part podcast on it that explains that Andrew Tate, through his Hustlers University program, was making in revenue eleven million dollars a month. Yeah. Um, yet still was keeping women in sex slavery for his cam girls. Why? I know. It doesn't make sense. But anyway, there is a new class of uh, young men who learned mm -hmm. from Andrew Tate yeah. how to capitalize on these grifts. And I'm starting to see them pop up on TikTok, on YouTube shorts, etc. None of them have enough of a backstory to do research on. But I just want all of you to be aware, you're going to start seeing more and more of these guys. Yeah. And more and more of them are gonna pop up. If you're older, you may have missed Andrew Tate because you weren't in the demographic he was targeting, which was basically uh, men and boys between 13 to 25. Yeah. But a lot of these guys now are taking and turning this and they're going to start trying to spread out into their niche. Yeah. And what is their niche? They might be only aiming at people between 13 and 19. They might be aiming at people 25 to 35. They might be, some of them are aiming to 35 to 50. They are all using analytics that all of these apps give you, mm -hmm. okay? All of you found me and found this podcast by watching us on TikTok and Instagram. I want to inform you that all of those companies give us analytics about you. Yeah. I know what TikTok and Instagram believes my target demographic is. Yeah. I personally don't target to that. I just say things I think are true <laughs> when I'm mad. 
However, which is often. However, <laughs> they will then give me data to oh, to market it even better and to target and aim that at people. Yeah. And these same people who learn from Andrew Tate are now taking that data. YouTube gives it to them. Instagram, Snapchat. If you sign up for the right account, this data is free. Yeah. 100% free. And all of them, the biggest thing that I'm seeing them attached to mm -hmm. is the idea of Andrew Tate's kind of his manifesto at the end yeah. before he went locked up by Romanian police, which was also his, um, what he's using as the reason, he, the true reason he's being locked up. The Matrix? The Matrix. Yeah, I got it on the first try. You did. And so many of them keep talking about escaping the Matrix. And, and they don't know that the movie The Matrix was is an allegory of, about the trans experience. They do not. No. And if they do, they don't give a fuck <laughs> because they have reappropriated. Because they saw Fight Club and were like, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, a book written by a gay man. <laughs> um, so... So, I just love the uh, idea of like nobody ever wants to dig deep or look at context for anything. Well, that's critical thinking skills. We don't teach that. Well, and that that critical is the beginning of critical race theory. So that whole part of it is uh, terrible. The I only theory you were gonna is say critical role. I was like, you love that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I love critical role. <laughs> um, the the biggest thing though that I'm noticing is that all of these guys they're all trying the same exact thing, and a lot of them you will see are claiming that they do not live in America anymore and that's how they escaped the Matrix. They're all trying to say that yeah. they escaped this system, but in reality, they're just praying and using the same tools that the system is using to to just basically torture the rest of us. Yeah. And they're like, I want to make so much money that I don't... And, and here's what's... Here's the funny part. I was thinking about it, right? What? They're not trying to make Hana person on an island money. Yeah. They're trying to make have enough money for end of life care. <laughs> that's that's rich, by the way. Rich is if I make it to seventy five and yeah. I need to go to a home, I won't need a second mortgage. Yeah, that's like y'all. That's rich. That's rich, rich. That's rich, rich. <laughs> like I need <laughs> that. Uh, like we're not talking about. I need a Bugatti. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not on a yacht on my Bugatti. Yeah, we're not talking about trying to be that type of I rich. I was just like, that type of what rich... if we replaced our roof? Yeah. <laughs> that is a goal of ours. We really want to replace our roof. We're spending basically every year going, maybe we could get one more out of it. So that being said, uh, an incredibly depressing opening. Uh, listen, Thank you to all of our team leads. Uh, we will... That's just who we are. We will... <laughs> We're like a giggly Eeyore. <laughs> Y'all, thank you so much again for supporting Pearlmania 500. I'm sorry if we've convinced you to Matilda-style stand up on your cubicle at work and scream that you're a naughty child and you're now waving a red banner in the sky. I'm not doing it. <laughs> when I quit that cubicle job, I burned all the bridges on the way out. Listen, my life is, my life is lit by the bridges I've burned. <laughs> That's true. Um, the only way we can afford to heat the house. <laughs> Stick around for more. Pearlmania 500. We haven't figured out how to put ads in yet. And I'm pretty sure that marketers don't actually listen to the podcast. So they might be coming soon. Pearlmania. 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 500. All right, listeners. It is time. It is your choice 
from what Mrs. Perlmania's research has been about, I will tell you, I have no, I have no idea mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what this is about at all. Yeah. But I will say, repeatedly this week, she has had looked at me dead in the face and said, I'm going for a walk. <laughs> With that being said, Mrs. Perlmania, the next however many hours yeah. is yours. Thank you so much. I appreciate um, all of your support this week while I deep dove into, I don't, evangelical fundamental Christianity and uh, the YouTube ministry that I didn't know really existed. Okay. Um, so yeah, we did a poll on our Patreon, something we're doing where if you are a Patreon of what, Team Lead, right? Team Lead, $5 level. $5 level. We'll put up polls and you can vote on what you think we should uh, talk at each other about. Because th this is basically what we're doing, right? <coughs> I just more dump weird things at you. Yeah. And we've created a podcast based on it. And so I had heard of this uh, YouTube channel called Girl Defined, right? And so Girl Defined is a YouTube ministry. Okay. Which I did not know what that was. The only thing I knew about Girl Defined was they made a YouTube video uh, called like, how to do your makeup in a God-honoring way, right? How to do your makeup in a God-honoring way? How to do your makeup in a God-honoring way. Okay. Because you, you have to wear makeup, because you have to be beautiful. Okay. But you can't be too much. It's gotta honor God. Okay. So you, again, circling back to something else. So, Je so Jeffree there's... Star, yeah. very flamboyant makeup. Yeah. Lots of colors and sparkles and glitter and uh, terrible things. But, so his makeup is not God-honoring. It's too much. Okay. Now, the reason I know this is because uh, a very famous drag queen, Trixie Mattel, who I've seen in person before. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that I needed to know. You bought a ticket. It's not like you I were know. hanging out with Trixie Mattel. In my spirit, I was. Okay. No, I was hanging out with my friend. I went to see Trixie Mattel. I know, I know. But you just, you just you said it in a way. I, okay. well, I just want to put out here that you should be supporting drag queens and going to live drag shows. Anyway. I watched this YouTube video where Trixie Mattel was watching these two women describe how to do makeup in a God-honoring way. Okay. Which is hilarious considering how much makeup drag queens wear. Yes. Right? So that was my only introduction to them. I okay. No, other than that, I was like, that's weird. They're doing Christian makeup? I didn't know that was a thing. So this week, doing deep dives, right? So Kristen and Bethany, that's their names. Uh, I have their picture on the screen for Alex. Yep. Uh, Kristen is the one with the yellow headband. Bethany is the other one. The one with the hair clip. Uh, yes, hair clip. Okay. Their makeup looks horrible, by the way. Listen. I'm looking at them like it's not good makeup. <laughs> not good makeup. Okay. Um, now, they are... They, even... they, you know what they look like? What? Real quick. They look like when... You know how you hear people be like, oh, I go to Walmart in my pajamas, but I have to dress up a little bit for Target? Like, yeah. they look like they have Target-level makeup You know on. what they look like to me? What? If Ray Dunn came alive. Oh God! Oh God! I okay. okay. You know what? We're not going to explain that. If you I, don't, our listeners know exactly what I'm saying. Okay. Our listeners know exactly what I'm saying. They are Ray Dunn personified walking around. Okay, so they're evangelical Christians. Now that part was actually really hard to nail down because they don't actually talk about which denomination or church that they go to or attend. Um, but, and I couldn't discern based on what they were saying, if they were evangelical or fundamental. 
I think they're both middle somewhere. They're they're within the Venn diagram of it. Yeah. And well, then, well, they're using broad. They're using broad marketing. Yeah, they're just like, like Christian. If, yeah, they're always like, I'm Christian, and I'm like, well, which one? Yeah. Like, but then you know what? When I was reading about it, did I never knew the difference between evangelical and fundamental? Okay. Like, I don't know. The okay. Difference. And I guess the real they used to be the same thing. They okay. used to be together, right? And then there was a break. Uh, That's a, called a schism. A schism. There was yeah. a schism. Yeah. Because um, I guess during the civil rights movement, the evangelicals sort of kind of not fully of course we're like well maybe black people should have rights uh -huh. some and the fundamentals were like i don't think so yeah we're fundamental this is what the bible says because i think fundamentals uh believe that the bible was written by god so everything they is believe it's literal literal yeah they believe that is a literal book even though it's been translated and retranslated yes. thousands of times yeah. written by hundreds of authors and kings and all these different people yeah uh, yeah, they believe it. It's the literal word of God yeah. written in American. Yeah. Uh, not English. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But, but, and evangelicals more or less believe that like anyone can be brought to God. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, there's that, there's that weird split. And, and that's the reason why I said that they're broad marketing. Yeah. Because like, I love when someone tells me they're a Christian and I'm like, what type? And then they stare at me and I'm like, are you Catholic? Yeah. Episcopalian? Orthodox, Baptist, Methodist, Unitarian, Party. Oh, Unitarians have the best punk shows, yeah, dude. Unitarians rock and roll. Yo, listen, dude. listen. I I am not a religious person. I know. But that. when somebody is like, I'm a Unitarian, I'm like, thank you so much. I saw so many Scott shows at your church. I don't attend. <laughs> it's the best. You guys had the best flea markets in your basement oh, for sure, dude. You guys have no idea how many sweaty punches I took to the face in your basements. <laughs> For sure. So yeah. that was a schism, I think. The civil rights movement created a schism between evangelical and fundamental. But guess what? What? Not too long ago, I know you're going to shocked by this, a reality TV star ran for president. Okay. Okay. And he was so amazing. Yeah. He was such the right man for the job. Yeah. That he actually brought the evangelicals and the fundamentals back together. Oh, okay. Because they decided that they would come together to back an amazing candidate to run our country. Yeah. 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 And the reason for that is uh, abortion. Yeah. It's 100% abortion. I know. Which is hilarious because the party that they backed, the Republican Party, yeah. and uh, the person they backed, uh, was the reason why abortion was legal. Yeah. Uh, it's hilarious. Okay, keep going. Okay. I don't want to, I don't want to keep, I don't want to. No, we can't, we can't. Listen. That's, that's a four hour podcast. Oh my God. Okay. So they're evangelical Christians. They have eight siblings. Okay. Eight. A lot of kids. Oh, are they, are these sisters? They're sisters. Oh, you didn't Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. mention that. No. They're sisters. What was their names again? Uh, Kristen. Uh-huh. Bethany. I hate that name. I Go know. ahead. I really don't like yeah. the name Bethany. It's the so. The funny part is Bethany Beach is in Delaware, which is right by Joe Biden's vacation yeah. home. Yeah, a lot of gay sex happens there. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> You're named after a gay sex beach, Bethany. Oh, no, we had a good poodle beach. Um, okay, so their parents are wealthy. I know this is going to be a shock to you. I'm shocked. They're from Texas. Their parents own a cleaning business. Okay. I assume that means they're exploiting some laborers. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm sure. Um, so they grew up wealthy, upper middle class in Texas. Yeah. Part of some type of deeply Christian religion. And... Their family did have a blog that I found at a certain point, and it seemed to be like the focus of the blog was about how tall everyone in the family is. 
It was like the funny adventures of us tall, because like, they're very tall ladies. They're okay. and the whole family's tall. Like volleyball. Like type? volleyball tall, maybe okay. a little taller. Okay. Um, and so it, I don't know. It was like I didn't even read into it. I was like, this is so weird that yeah. you guys thought we could. Our branding, our personality is that we're tall. Well, they're blonde and tall. Yeah. So there might be okay. No, I'm not gonna go deeper You're into like, that. Don't go, don't deeper. Allegedly, let's just yeah. throw an allegedly on listen, there. Listen, 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 Linda. Okay, so. Yeah, out of the religion, the Christianity that they are from, right? So, like, when I was reading what they were saying, th they believe that women shouldn't preach. Okay. <laughs> and that is the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because I had to sit through hundreds of YouTube shorts and TikToks and Instagram reels and YouTube videos about them. And all they did was preach. Yep. <laughs> so, I don't really understand the hypocrisy that lives in there, but okay. Now, they also had, like, they had, like, general hyper-Christian beliefs, like, they are not supposed to live outside the so, home before marriage or disobey their husbands. So, so do you know, do you want to know why they don't believe women should preach? No. Because I, I keep this quote, this Bible quote, oh. like, close. Okay. Um, it's from the, the book of Timothy. Timothy. That uh, so is it's very first, Israeli Jewish name if yeah. I've ever heard it. First Timothy, uh -huh. chapter 2, uh, verses 11 through 15. Okay. I always remember this one because so often on social media, you'll have these God-honoring, traditional, fundamentalist women, mm -hmm. and they'll come out and they'll tell you about how the world should be and all this different stuff. And they believe, in their case, yeah. that the Bible is literal. Yeah. And in the Bible, this is the following quote. Okay. <clears throat> this is from the New International Version of the Bible. Okay, the sure. I always do like to quote what version I'm reading because, again, these are all translations. Yeah. Quote, A woman should learn in quietness and full submission. I do not per permit a woman to teach or to assume authority over a man. She must be quiet. For Adam was formed first, then Eve. And Adam was not the one deceived. It was the woman who was deceived and became a sinner. But women will be saved through childbearing. And if they continue in faith, love, and holiness with propriety. All right. So, yeah. Uh, these women, before we go any further. Yeah. Uh, their book, mm -hmm. written directly by God, yeah. tells them, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And they're not. Okay. Go ahead. Because they got thoughts. Can I tell you something real quick? Yeah. Cool? I, uh, I... I'm really glad yeah. that you never shut up. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I did not do good in the Catholic school. I, didn't, I don't know if I ever read that when I was Well, you went to Catholic school. Why would you read the Bible? <laughs> they don't teach you about the fucking Bible. I'll tell you some, some stuff about some saints. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I'll tell you about uh, the three things that make up God. Listen, I was not good. The Holy Trinity? That's the one. Oh, my God. I, I'm okay. Jewish, and I know more about this than you. Go ahead. Um. Okay. So, blah, 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 blah. They can't preach, blah. They also, in the beginning, they talk about how they were going to be models. Okay. Okay. Because so, they're so tall. Because they're so tall. Um, so, like, there's this conversation of, like, why they left mo the modeling world. Okay. And I'm like... It's full of grifters? It's... Listen, if you're going to make money as a grifter, fashion could be a great place to hide. But also, even though they're tall, they don't... They could be, like, a JCPenney model. I yeah. don't want to pick apart their, their looks. That's not nice. But they got JCPenney vibes. Like they're, they're not, not going to be top. They're they're not going to be top. They're not Tyra Banks top model. No, they're not going to be on top model. They're, I mean, they're they're Midwest. All right. Yeah. I mean, like I don't. Again, we don't want to go too deep into this. Yeah. But for for people telling people about how to dress and be. Yeah. 
Like that's the bummer. It's because like I don't want to bully them on the way they look or way they dress. See, and this but... is the problem with being on the left. <laughs> this is the fucking problem, right? Yeah. Is everyone's like, don't say that. That's this. Don't say that. That's this. You're playing into this. I'm like, okay, but they get to do it. Yeah, they get to bully all they, they want. They get to bully all fucking day. And nobody says anything. And no, we can't say me. shit. And back. they don't listen to me. All right. Okay, so they look like JCPenney models, but they talk about how they were going to be models, and I just don't buy it. Um, I think they're just trying to tell the listener that they're pretty, and therefore, since they're pretty, they sh we should listen to them. Yeah. Because they have more value. But no one's tried to abduct them in Europe. Okay. <laughs> like they're they're not, not going to Europe. I uh, know. Oh, wait, that's not true. Well... Get there. Get okay, there. Okay, sorry. Um, so Kristen, the one with the yellow headband there, she's the older sister. She was born in 87, married to a guy named Zach. Okay. They've uh, struggled with infertility. Again, this is things they're sharing on their socials. Okay. Um, Bethany, the other one, is the younger sister, born a year later, married to a guy named Dave. But I really was confused about his name because they spell it D-A with a little line above it, V. But I feel like his name is just Dave, and they're trying to make it cool. They're trying to make it like Dove. Yeah. His Dove. And, like, she goes by Bethy. So she's like, you can, everybody calls me Bethy. Okay. So they're like, I'm Bethy, this is Dove. I'm like, guys, I get it, you're interesting. And like, I guess because they have eight siblings, you have to, like, that yeah. happens. Like, you, you gotta have, like, stick out somehow. You gotta force yourself to stick out to your parents or yeah. whatever. But this is, whatever. Um, okay, so they also had a baby. Well, they've had two, but the one that I was doing the research, uh, also named Dave, because of course... With the, with the umlaut? I didn't see or the line umlaut. Or I, I just, it's like, just Dave. I think that they just named it Dave. Okay. I don't know. It's fine. Sure. Dave's a fine name. I, You know what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall. I love that dude. Oh, uh, I can't think of any other. David names. Duchovny. <gasps> He, you, if you ever met David Duchovny, I leave you. Well, beyond that, but you could just call him Dave. I bet yeah. he goes by Dave with his friends. Oh, for but sure. But we all call him David. Yeah, because we respect him. Yeah, and because we watched a lot of X Files growing up. That was you. Go ahead. <laughs> um, okay, so they—they're uh, really what I would call beige ladies. Okay. Okay. Let's just like Ray Dunn stuff. They're super into the beige aesthetic. Yes. And so I just quickly pulled up this uh, Instagram. So you can just see it's all the beige. beigeness. A lot of the imagery is... It's beige and pink. Beige and pink. Listen, if you have a Canva account, you know these ladies got a Canva account. Yep. All of these images... They Ooh, there's one that stuck out to me. What one? It's the one that says gender is not a mistake. Yep. So, yeah. We're going to get there, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you just you wanted to just show me colors, yeah, a color palette, a lack of colors. It's just beige, and all their images. You see how the ladies never have faces. Ugh. I always think that's really weird. Yeah, we were created to desire intimacy. Ooh. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay, great. So they have the Instagram. They have a YouTube channel. They did get on TikTok. They had a blog called okay. Girl Define, and um, the Insta tag for Girl Define, like you know, the little blurb you write. It says, bringing back biblical womanhood, encouraging women to embrace God's design. Are they going to a tent once a month? <laughs> Are they doing the red tent? I don't, I don't know. What does that fucking mean? Okay, all right, I know too much. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, that's yeah. the thing. That's the fucking thing with these people because they always are like, no, it's in the Bible. And I'm like, I read the fucking book. All right, go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm going ahead. No, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm gonna be, you're going to be upset. We all know you're going to be yeah. upset. 
We're going to take a pause in the middle of this. I'm going to get a smoke halfway through. I'm letting you know that now. Yeah, all right. All right, go ahead. Okay, so um, they also have published books together. Oh, Jesus. So, like, as part of their their YouTube videos... I like that you said published and not written. All right, go ahead. Keep yeah. going. Keep going. I, I will... <laughs> publishing a book is incredibly easy. Yeah. Okay? Writing a book. It doesn't take any talent. Yeah. You can publish a book about anything and put it on the Amazon marketplace, my friends. Yeah. You have I a do. thought? If you have a thought, put it out there, okay? Because these two ladies, who don't got a thought between them, are out here selling books, okay? If they can sell books, you can sell books. Yep. Okay, I'm a motivational speaker now. Listen, so they've written some books together about biblical womanhood, okay? Biblical womanhood is very important in this. They focus a lot of their YouTube content and Instagram is hyper-focused on young single girls. Okay. Okay, that's their market they're going towards. Um, the things they want to talk about is the maintenance of godly femininity while you're waiting to reach your main goal in life, which is, of course, marriage. Okay. Nothing else is, matters. Yeah. Okay, college, who cares? Yeah. Job, don't give a fuck. Yep. Owning property, pff, who cares? Yeah. Are you married? Well, now we're going to figure out whether you're worthy of uh, existing, I think. Okay. It's very ironic that you're saying that, <laughs> seeing as you go by Mrs. Pearlmania. <laughs> <laughs> Listen! I am Mrs. Prolania. What can I say about it? Yeah, I know. It's just very funny to me. And so, talking about their YouTube videos, I compiled a list of some of my favorite titles so that you can understand the type of videos that they're putting out. All right. Okay. Is porn a problem in Christian dating? Okay. How to tell if your crush likes you. Okay. Sexy Halloween costumes for a Christian girl. What? Oh, that one broke me. We're not the dead. first time, I know. I want to let you know, the first two, the first two was the first one. I was like, I don't know. People argue about whether or not porn's a problem and stuff like that and porn addiction. Okay, fine, whatever. The second one, I'm like, that's just the most innocuous title possible. Mm -hmm. What was the third one again? Repeat Sexy Halloween costumes for a Christian girl. Yeah, that is uh, the whole thing. Like, none of those words uh -huh, uh -huh. should be in the same set. Okay, yeah, okay all right. Okay, next one. Should Christian girls use TikTok? Okay. All right. What was it? They said no. But they're on... Okay. <laughs> okay. This one I really liked. What to do with your crazy girl emotions? Okay. All right. And then this video. What no one is telling you about sexual temptation. I am intrigued. Yeah. Because you, I've had access to both the internet and my parents paid for all the premium channels. Yep. So there's nothing anyone didn't tell me about sexual <laughs> temptation. Well, no one's telling these ladies. No one's telling these ladies? Mm -mm. Could it be because that they go to private schools that don't give sex education and they're buried inside of their lives where all they're being told is to get towards marriage and then never told what's going to happen on their honeymoon night? So the night of their, the night of their wedding their mom has to whisper in their ear that a man is going to put his dick inside of them and then they cry because so many of my friends who were raised Mormon lived through that fucking experience and then turned around and told me about it later in life at a fucking bar because they had finally escaped that fucking lifestyle. Okay, go on. What's the next title? Are there uh, more titles? There's more titles. Oh, Jesus. Okay, here's one. You're not enough. Oh. And that's okay. What? Yeah, they're really big into being against any type of self-love. 
um, like any type of self-acceptance, self-love, therapy, no. Yeah. You're bad. Only thing that can make you good, Jesus. See, I read that wrong when you said it to me. You're not enough and that's okay. I thought that was allowing their future husbands to cheat on them. Nope, nope. Although, I see where you went with that. Yeah. But no, this is in the, the full context of being a human. Okay. You're not enough. No, no, not a human. A girl. A gr okay, you're right. Yeah. A girl. Because this is the fundamental problem that I will always have with people like this is yeah. I always look at women as people first. Boo! And then I know that, you know, womanhood has certain things that are going to have different issues than me as a man. Yeah. But at the end of the day, peoples is peoples. Peoples is peoples. We have basic needs and functions and there's certain things that we want. And then men and women... However you want to define that spectrum yep. and non-binary and all that different stuff, they're going to have just slightly extra stuff. Hey, women want more jalapenos on things. Okay, great. I don't know. I'm you know what? Women sometimes, they like a cozy blanket. Okay. I want to tell you something. You live with a woman long enough, suddenly you you're like going to find yourself being a grown man in his late 30s being like, babe, can you give me a cozy blanket? Yeah. Because you're going to realize they're right about stuff. Yeah. No. I didn't realize that I was treating my hair like the fucking redheaded stepchild that lives on my head. No. Until I met you. And you were like, have you thought of leave-in conditioner? And yeah. I said, uh, I use head and shoulders. And then you spit on me. <laughs> and now I use leave-in conditioner. Well, yeah. And oils and okay, treatments. Okay. Don't go into the whole thing. All right? Listen, I'm Until... saying, I'm very proud of your beautiful hair. All right. And we should be sponsored by beautiful hair people. Yeah. Pattern beauty. I've invested a lot of money in pattern beauty for your hair. I know. It's funny because I have like no hair on my head, but I put all my effort into making yours pretty. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so that was that one. Okay, another video title. Should we forgive ourselves? Why Jesus is better than self-forgiveness. What? What? Okay. I'll read it again. No, no, no. no I got it. Okay. I got it. It's... So again, we're never going to be compassionate to, our, to ourselves. All of these feel like auditor traps from Discworld. I know you don't understand I don't what know that what is. I what the fuck that is. They're in Discworld, right? I don't right? know. What's Discworld? Discworld is a series of books written by Terry Pratchett. It's mm. set in a fantasy universe. I've shown mm. you some of the films and like, mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. I gave you a couple books to read. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's a thing in that called auditors, right? Yeah. And it's like a robot trap. Okay. Right? Like, do not exit this way. Or there's, there's like a certain phrases you can say yeah. that are self-contradictory to the point where it'll freeze. And the auditors are things that are supposed to be keeping reality flowing properly. Okay. And there's certain things that you can say um, that would break their brains. Yeah. It's like, you know, like I, I can't think of like logic traps. Do you know what I yeah. mean? So many of their shit is logic traps. <laughs> like don't forgive yourself. Only Jesus can forgive. Like that, whatever that sentence yeah. was. Like, but that's part of it. Like, he will forgive you so you can forgive yourself. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, okay, keep going. No, you have to live in shame. Okay. Okay. The thing that these two women are selling with their books, with their merch, with all this stuff, they're selling shame. Okay. Okay, so everything that I watched and read was clearly just them trying to make young women specifically feel full of shame so that then they would seek purity through capitalism of buying things so okay. what they're selling is shame through purity culture under the umbrella of this religion this vague gray religion that they don't really speak on uh, just overarching christianity beige religion beige the religion of beige yeah um okay so then the next one that i liked is do i have to be feminist to be pro-woman okay 
Because they hate feminism. Of course. Yeah, obviously. But they still want to be pro-woman, just not in a feminist way. Yeah. Because they have a YouTube channel, and they sell books, and which means they have bank accounts, so I feel like they're feminists. Don't tell anybody, but like I feel like yeah. if you're... They have an LLC. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, I think you're really... Go live before 19... Enjoying the fruits of feminist labor. Yeah. Go live before 1977. No, thank you. Okay, so then, what's another great one? Uh, feeling worthless because you don't have a boyfriend? Question mark. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be a big thing. Is It's, again, like, boyfriend, but never sexual, right? Yeah. We don't even hold hands when we're boyfriend girlfriend. We don't kiss, baby. You're just my boyfriend. A lot of Christian side hugs? Yeah, a lot of Christian side hugs in front of your parents. Okay. But the end goal and the only thing that you need in this world is a boyfriend and husband. So... It's like feeling worthless because you don't have a boyfriend. Like there's an implication in that one that I was like, wow, all right. Um, next one, how to be single and satisfied at the same time. I want to tell you something. Masturbation was not the answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I read that and I was like, I know what it is. It's a sexy romance novel and uh, some battery operated things. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't. It was just more shame. Okay. Yeah, uh, it was just more shame. Okay, uh, another one. Why Christian girls should be beautiful, not seductive. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that was like a really fun one to, to read into because they're deep into beauty. Okay, so beauty is incredibly important. It's the most important. It's the most important thing. For a girl. In a, yep. Not women. No, they're a not girl. women. They're girls. Girls. Yeah. And it's so weird because it's they infantilize themselves yeah. so much. Yeah. Like from even wearing those headbands and doing their hair. She literally has a butterfly clip in her head. Yeah, and they're grown. Yeah. They're above 30. They got kids. They own homes. Yeah. But they refer to themselves as girls and they like make themselves look younger because so, they're marketing to young girls. Mm-hmm. And it just cracks me up because they're just like, how to be single? And I'm like, you're married. Yeah. So, what do you know anymore? Yeah. I wouldn't be single now. I don't even know how to be single now. Can you fucking imagine having the date now? I met you before Tinder existed. Yeah, I didn't do any of the online stuff. Yeah. Well, you didn't have to. You were gorgeous, oh, and thanks. you went boyfriend to boyfriend, and I happened to catch you in the window. <laughs> yeah. I, ca- I caught you in the two-week window when you weren't dating anyone. And then right? like, and this is just locking no, it down. No, real quick. Real quick. <laughs> A quick aside about this, all right? Okay. I'm pointing at you and me. Yeah, he's pointing. I want to let you know, and I've told you this before. Yeah. First thing, when we started dating, a series of people, friends of mine, walked up to me and had to ask if you were a spy sent from the future <laughs> to make sure I didn't have kids. Yeah. They assumed you were a Terminator-style <laughs> sex robot that was sent from the future to end my family line yeah. in case someone down the line uh-huh. would... You know, make a change in the world. Yeah, and that exactly. was number one. Okay. Uh, and that was a serious question from two people who I used to respect. <laughs> the second thing was when I would go to your place of work uh-huh. or be around like your like larger friend group, not your core friend group, yeah. but like hangers on and stuff like that. There would always be like a guy who would walk up to me and be like, "Can't believe you're the one." <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like when when you used to work at that bowling alley, yeah, right. There would be regulars who would see me like come in like, oh, so you're the guy, huh? 
<laughs> they would be so mad. They were like, I was waiting. I've been like Ducky from that fucking movie. Yeah. I've been sitting over here in the friend zone for four years. I'm like, did you ever ask her out? Like, yeah. They're like, no, she was dating. I was like, I mean, she told me who she dated. They all suck. She's been looking for outs the entire time. Like you got, did you ever just talk to her like a person instead of just sitting to the side? No? Okay. Yeah. That's fine. There's going to be a guy in 10 years named Andrew Tate. <laughs> <laughs> he and will you're gonna lead you. You're going to love this dude. You're going to fucking you're love gonna this love dude. You're going to love this dude. All right. Enough about my aside. Go okay. ahead. No, you're fine. Um, okay. So, uh, then, okay. There was like this like four part series, like there were four videos that were attached to each other. And I'm just gonna read these for you because they made me. Uh, okay, these are still these are still girl defined. Girl YouTube defined videos. YouTube videos. Um, this is the last four I'm gonna tell you. Number one, getting excited about God defined womanhood. Number two, femininity gone wrong. Number three, God's amazing design for gender. Number four, say hello to biblical womanhood. So then, in my mind, I said, "This is turf builder." Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Yeah. That was a four-step turf build. Yeah, exactly. And what I noticed is that this, when I was looking in their videos and like doing all this research, it fucked up my YouTube algorithm. Because these ladies, whether they know it or not, and I think they know it, they are one of the, what's it called, gateways? to yeah. like the alt-right the all right pipeline. All right pipeline, yeah. they're in it. Yeah. Because once I watched a few of these videos for like context, I started getting some really suspicious videos. Okay. And I was like, aha, okay. You, you know what drives me crazy about people like this, right? What? Is that they, I guarantee you, now are huge JK Rowling Harry Potter fans. Yeah, but they before they were like, wizards are bad, no, no magic. No, no, but I'm saying, if you went back to like 2004, yeah. 2006, their church was probably burning Harry Potter books. Yeah. But then they realized, they're like, well, we can't beat Harry Potter. It's owned by NBC Universal. It's a massive conglomerate mm -hmm. at this point. It's a worldwide phenomenon. Ah, but look, now people are mad at Harry Potter, so we can take it. Like, that is going to be 100%. Because that's when you look at J.K. Rowling, it's the same thing happened. Yep. She has been, she is part of that pipeline and doesn't realize it. No. Like, and J, not, I mean, say J.K. Rowling herself. Yeah. Is now a gateway to the, to, to and, and is, and has herself also been down that pipeline. Because yep. when you look at the people who she is like palling around with, they're all like one step away yeah, from Nazis. She, the thing about J.K. Rowling, I mean, there's many things. Yeah. But my always my thought is that she's so unapologetic yeah. about her hate. Yeah. And like it's unbelievable to just sit there and like pretend that you're not the bad guy in this situation. And like she has no ground to stand on because even if you dig a little deeper into the books. Um, she's rich. She actually owns a lot of ground to stand on. Oh, All right, like acres or hectares. I don't know how they how yeah, they define them. She in owns Britain. like a castle in Scotland, yeah, right? She owns a castle in Scotland. How dare she? Yeah, and someone took a picture in front of their gate, of uh, the gate of her castle. Yeah, and she was like, "That's a threat." Yeah, she was like, "They're look at me. They're doxing me." And it's like I can Wikipedia you. You yeah. live in a famous landmark. Yeah. Anyone can find this. It's impossible to dox you. But she has to. It's like doxing the president. Oh no, he lives at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Better take down this TikTok. He said the address. <laughs> All right. But um, enough, enough. We're, we're, we're spiraling. It's okay. 
Um, so I did, you know, obviously. So they're turf builders. They're, I was, yeah, turf builders. I was just thinking about how funny it is, the term turf builder. Yeah. Um, so then I, okay, those are just the YouTube videos, right? And then I went back to this blog. They had this Girl Defined blog. Uh, okay, so it says Girl Defined, getting back to God's design. Now this blog has since been deleted because <laughs> um, they they tried to wipe it from the internet. Thank God for Reddit because Reddit had the links to find these deleted blogs. I have never heard a woman say thank God for Reddit Listen, before, but here you are. <laughs> I'm trying to do my research, okay? <laughs> you gotta go to Reddit. And I had to go to Reddit to find some documentation and this one blog article I found they, they put like topics in it so like in their blog if you search their topics different things will come up so the topics that are the searchable part of this is feminism relationships culture guys femininity personal struggles the future gender and fashion okay that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna read you some of this okay the gay pride movement and their sneaky agenda okay <laughs> They're sneaky. <laughs> I've never <laughs> sneaky. I've never heard gay and sneaky put together. <laughs> All of our gay friends are the loudest people I know. And that says something because you are the loudest. I am person. so fucking loud. But <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. Oh no! Oh no! Did you hear the parade? The pride parade came by. I didn't even hear it. I didn't even hear it come by. You know when I think of gays, I think of you know muted tones. Yeah, beige. <laughs> So okay. sneaky. 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 <laughs> it's not. Okay. It's the Gay not. Pride Movement and Their Sneaky Agenda by Kristen Clark. Oh, she changed her last name. Their, uh, Beale is their last name, right? <clears throat> okay. Because they got married. Yeah. They got married. Oh, their original last name is like Baird. And then they both got married. So it says by Kristen Clark. So that's all in the yellow headband. Okay. Uh, the movement is on the rise. If you've read or watched any news stories in the past few years, you've seen it. What what year was this written, by the way? Do we have Oh, a, I don't. Is there not a date on it? Maybe in the bottom. Let me see. It doesn't have a date attached to it. No. All right. I didn't want to. Oh, you know what? I think it's in 2017-ish because they held a girl-defined conference where they had a huge conference called Radical Purity. And that was July 14th to 15th in 2017 in San Antonio, Texas. Okay, so this is two years after gay marriage became legalized in the United States. Mm -hmm. She says the agenda, the gay agenda is sneaky. We were partying. I know. We got married because our friends could get married. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then we went to so many gay weddings. So many. And uh, I cried at all of I them. I know. They were so nice and yeah. so fun. I, uh, the only, okay. No. Okay, so... In my, okay. I only cry at gay weddings, by the way, because gay weddings always have like they always had to overcome something. Like our wedding, I literally tossed you a ring. I was like, "You want to do this?" <laughs> but like the gay weddings, like oh my god, I remember when we when we were as caterers, right? Yeah. And we did we catered a gay wedding. Yeah. They were playing videos of these two gentlemen yeah. who had been together since like the early nineties. Yeah. None of their original friends could be there because they all had died of AIDS. Yeah. They were like had gotten like a, a you know partnership agreement in San Francisco, but it wasn't legally binding. Like all this different stuff, 
their son was there. They had adopted a son. Yeah. And like all this different shit. And they just had like their wedding was them signing the certificate. Because in their minds, they're like, we've been married for 15 years. Yeah. But Pennsylvania had not yeah. accepted it. Like we don't have any benefits between each other. So it was just 15 of their closest friends in a room having a dinner. Yeah. And like when they played this video, like I was in the back like weeping. <laughs> And, and I was trying to serve food. I know. And I'm like crying. And like everyone's like, yeah, you know, Chuck, Larry, you did it. And I'm over here like, how? How did you? Oh, my God. Like I'm watching a video representation of like Anne Frank's diary. And they, they lived. And I'm like, what the fuck? And they're like, oh. And yeah. they were old men. I know. It was so nice. It was so It was amazing. And then when they were done, they were like one of the few people to tip us. I, I was like, and you're good people still. Like, how are you dead? But they're sneaky. They're All right, so go sneaky. so sneaky. Oh, they're sneaky, those two. All right. Okay. Go ahead, read, <coughs> sorry, start, start the article. I did. Okay, if you viewed any modern TV shows or movies, you've been entertained by it. You've walked into a modern makeup store the past 12 months. You felt it. It's everywhere. In my short lifetime, I've never experienced the push for an agenda as strong as I have this one. I've never seen Christians lose their backbone so quickly when the pressure's on. Gay was rarely used to define a homosexual person previously. For hundreds of years, the word gay was used to describe someone as being joyful, carefree, and lighthearted. By adopting the friendly term gay, we naturally downplay and minimize the depravity of that lifestyle. It makes light of something that should never have been taken lightly. A sneaky agenda. This is a new paragraph of the title. Did you know that less than 3.5% of the entire American population claims to be homosexual? So how in the world did such a tiny group of people create this massive snowball effect? Great question. I t can tell you this. It didn't happen by accident. They've had a sneaky agenda since the beginning. This, oh man, this is starting to feel like she's about to blame Jews. <laughs> <laughs> They've had a sneaky agenda. All right, calm down Hogwarts legacy. <laughs> Through carefully crafted decades old propaganda campaigns, homosexual activists have successfully cast homosexuals as a disadvantaged minority. Now this is a quote from the website renewamerica.com. Don't go there. It's bad. <laughs> okay? As a result of their strategic marketing and political influence, they have convinced most Americans that they are actually a distinct people, a race. In the past, our battle was for equality of African American people, but the new battle is for equality for the homosexual, the new civil rights movement. They want us to accept the notion that homosexual behavior is really something that, that is natural or legitimate minority, that, that it's the same as being African American, or it's the same as being Hispanic. It is ridiculous to assume that because they do a specific sexual act, they therefore demand certain rights and should be granted those rights. Time out. Why didn't they compare it to being white? Well, wow. Well, wow. You know? Look at this. Gays are trying to be a race like blacks and Latinos. And and who else there, bud? Nope. Nope. Not going to bring that one yeah. up? I also just <clears throat> the idea of like through carefully crafted decades old propaganda campaign, right? Yep. Decades old. Ma'am, 80,000 gay people died because Reagan ignored the AIDS epidemic. Yep. There was no time 
to create a strategic marketing. It was Stonewall. It was a fight. It was a riot. It was a movement to save their lives. Time out. They they look at there there was a marketing campaign. Yeah. There was a marketing campaign. From Absolute Vodka. Yeah. <laughs> but, the, <laughs> but but also there was and there has been a movement through education and other things. Yeah. They look at that as propaganda. Yeah. The same way we look at what they are pushing mm-hmm. with the turf builder shit. Yeah. As that is right wing propaganda. Yeah. The difference is is that we have wings that we put it on. Yeah. They are saying that everything gay is evil. The left likes gay people, therefore the left is evil. That's where this all ends up being. Yeah. And they'll say they a lot. I noticed that. Bethany and Kirsten? Yeah, Kristen. Kristen? I'm going to call her Kirsten well, because she looks like somebody who would, you know, correct you. Yeah. Actually, it's Kirsten. Yeah. Um, and apologies to the Kirstens Sorry, who Kirsten. give us money <laughs> to apologize. Um, all right. Kirsten, uh, the ladies named uh, Kirsten, they know. They know. They know. They've met enough other Kirstens who have ruined it for them. Yeah. Um, but the the in, in general, though, there is. And you can go through the history of gay liberation mm-hmm. and see, such as having it removed from the American uh, medical journals. Originally, homosexuality was deemed a mental illness. And yep. there was a campaign to have it removed. Yeah. Because the reason it was put on there is because there was a campaign to put it in there. There is campaigns about everything because everything is fluid at all times. So I do want to be clear about that. The way they are painting this is evil. Because I could say the same thing going back to civil rights and say that there was propaganda and a civil in a uh, an agenda yeah. to give black people across America equal rights. And there was. We, we can see it, because that's part of our history. That's what movements are at all times. Reactionaries like these people mm-hmm. want to go back to a bygone era where men could just be fucking arrested for walking through a park. Yep. Because they were fucking. But that's... They had to fuck in the park. Where else could they fuck? Listen. D, listen, there aren't as many men fucking in parks now because they can go fuck other places. And when it's illegal, you do it in the park. Yeah. Like, I'm dead serious, y'all. I am dead serious. There's so many raids that would happen in, like, Central Park where legit men would just go to bushes. They didn't even know where they were sticking it. They just knew it was a dude. Yeah. Because that's where they felt safe. Yeah, in the park. In the park. Yeah. It's not great. No. Um, okay, so that that was a quote, that last thing I read. Yeah. From this guy, John MacArthur. Do you know who that is? No. John MacArthur, he's like um, a preacher who does like, um, he has like a Christian radio show that's syndicated. All right. So he's, he's, he's a bad person though. Like, yeah. Well, I, he, you had me as I, yeah, preacher. <laughs> like, come on. But like he. he like, like I've met priests, you know what I mean? Like yeah. priests and reverends and that's a fine. Preachers, fuck off. Yeah. Because all of them have been trained not Okay. Okay. We'll get into that later. That's so, a future episode. So I looked up him because they cited him as the quote that they used just then. Yeah. And the only thing I, I didn't really want to deep dive into him because I was busy in other things, but like he apparently had a very, a sermon go viral because he basically had this sermon about how slavery um, and African-American people being uh, slaves was like their fault because they biblically did something wrong. Oh, yeah, he's referring to Noah's son who Mm -hmm. saw Noah naked after Noah got pissed drunk and passed out naked in his tent. 
Uh, yeah, that's actually yeah. That is that is the that is the biblical justification for slavery that was used. Yeah. Uh, yeah, y'all. It all goes back to Noah getting hammered. The guy that built a boat. Yeah, the guy Allegedly. who built a boat. After they landed the boat. And when he was putting two of everything on this boat. Yeah. Why did he pick up water bugs? <laughs> Leave them. We don't need them. You mean roaches. The, same thing. I know, but some people don't know what you mean when you say water bugs. Water bugs are the black, uh, like they're big, thick roaches that live in the sewers in yeah. Philly. They're gnarly. Yeah. So like, why did he put those on the boat? I don't know. Is it because it never happened? Oh, wow. Um, but the biblical justification for slavery that was created and spread throughout mm -hmm. the world to be able to keep enslaving people yeah. was that when the boat landed, mm -hmm. Noah celebrated by drinking a couple bottles of wine. Yep. Uh, and then he passed out in his tent naked. Okay. And his son, I think his name's son's name was Ham. Okay. Walked into the tent and was like, yo, dad's dick's out. And like walked over and told his two brothers. And he's yeah. like, yo, listen, dad passed out drunk and his dick's out. Okay. And he's completely naked. And the brother's like, dude, what the, why would you look at dad's dick? And then the brothers walked into the tent backwards and like threw a cloak over Noah. Uh-huh. So he wouldn't be cold and naked. Yeah. Um, but then the next day they're like, yo, dad, uh, the other brother, he saw your dick and he told us about it. And he was like, that's fucked up. His kids are your slaves forever. What? That's the justification. Okay. Oh God! Because That's they claim that insane. his, they claim that I think it's Ham. They claim that all of the descendants of him mm -hmm. became Africa. Okay, so because they saw the dad's dick, because the dad was blackout drunk, it's his fault. Yes. And then his children should then be enslaved. Yes. Okay. That is, I just want to let you know, like, that's how deep this, like, that, what that guy yeah. is going with. Yeah. That is the thread he's pulling on that was written in, like, 1650. Yeah. Not by Jesus. No. 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 But that is Old because Testament Jesus shit. was, uh, like, a socialist and was about, was about the peoples. Yeah. Listen, we're getting real radical this episode. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. All right. Okay. So, th this, uh, okay. The truth is, they are not a special race at all. Wait, you're waiting to hold on real quick. You're going back to reading the. Yeah, blogs. I'm going back to reading this yeah, blog. The people can't see you. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> I am reading this deleted blog. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I just said what I said, and then you're like, the truth is, they're not a special people. We uh, need to be clear that again, you're reading the blog. I'm reading a blog from 2017. From 2017, that Kristen and Clark um, about the gay, the sneaky gay agendas. <laughs> it still, it still can't get over. Uh, okay, back okay. to the blog. If I hosted a summer camp and said only gay people are allowed to come, how or what would determine who qualifies to come? How does someone prove that they are gay? How does she spell come? <laughs> Sorry. No, you're, you're, <laughs> it's not something that can be tested genetically. It's not something a person is born with. And then in, in uh, commas it says. No evidence has ever proved that. It's not even a physical attribute. So how do you determine who qualifies to come to the gay summer camp? The only way to define a person as homosexual is if they choose to be categorized as one. How do they choose? By their actions. The thing that makes a person gay or not gay has nothing to do with their, in quotes, race, but everything to do with their lifestyle choices. What they choose to do sexually with their bodies is a defining factor here, nothing else. 
The gay pride movement has also done a great job of playing the victim. If they can get American people to believe they are a special group or race, then they can play the victim whenever they're not accepted. They're released from being held responsible for their own actions or choices. And I don't understand what actions or choices we're being held responsible for, like having good time, eating brunch. I don't really know what we're doing. That's so bad. I um, think it's I I okay. Next, next this paragraph. is this is so I mean it's just depressing. Listen, buckle up, get your energy up, smile so you're pretty for God. Okay, but I we're like an hour in. I'm gonna need a cigarette. Listen, hold on, I'm almost done. Okay. Uh, literally, there's one paragraph. Okay. It says this paragraph says true love helps people. Some of you might be thinking, man, you're being really unloving right now. I'm glad you brought that up because that's another sign of the homosexual agenda. Our culture wants you to be mad at me for not being loving and accepting of everyone. Nowhere in the Bible does it say we should love and accept everyone's choices and actions. Wait, hold up, hold up. That's literally what? No. Wait. No, I'm not done. What fucking Bible is she reading? She has a special one. She hasn't shared it with us. Okay. We are called to love others, yes, but we are not called to support and accept their sins. As Christian girls, we have to define love according to how God defines it. God says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. John 14, 15. True love is centered around a heart that obeys and honors God's commandments. That's how she ends it. Okay. So, yeah. I just needed to read this to you so you understand she and her sister, who also wrote many similar blogs about all kinds of topics like this, not good people. Yeah. They are creating this dialogue to young girls. So so to be fair, she she did there was a sentence in the, in the last pat paragraph. Mm -hmm. I want you to read back to me okay, again. Okay, hold on, let me find it again. Where was she she says we as biblical girls or whatever yeah, it is? Yeah, she again she's a girl. Yeah, yeah, but what was the exact sentence? We oh, as it, I closed it. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. I was trying to get to the next thing so that you can go have a cigarette. Um, blah, 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 the gay pride movement, sneaky, sneaky. As Christian girls, we have to define love according to how God defines it. Okay, time out right there. So, as Christian girls, we, she's defining herself as a Christian girl. Yep. She, we believe she wrote this in 2017. Yes. She was born in 1987. Yep. She is 30. Yep. She is 30 on the nose. Yep. Calling herself a girl. A gal. Not a gal. I know. She said a girl. She's a girl. But 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 she is a gal. She's a gal. But she can define herself I as know, a girl. I like the term gal. I have gals. No, I'm I know. I'm giving that to her. Okay. But this is a 30-year-old woman. Yep. Calling herself a girl. Mm-hmm. Complaining that other people are calling themselves whatever. Yeah. Okay. Just want to be clear about that. Yeah, no. All right. So a lot of homophobia, a lot of anti-trans stuff comes up in these videos. A lot of anti-feminist stuff about because again the whole idea is that you have to find a man to be married to and then he becomes the 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 umbrella for God I don't remember how they described it there's like yeah, this yeah. umbrella thing they talk about not um, Rihanna's umbrella not Rihanna's umbrella that's the second time you brought up Rihanna you really liked the halftime show it was a good halftime <laughs> show good honestly show. it was a good halftime show it was better show. than the game oh, we, was... we haven't we did the podcast on Super Bowl Sunday yeah we, that was oh my god it's been a week <laughs> it's been a week that was last week yeah time is broken yeah because it's Fuck. slogging along okay 
So I did tell you about the books. She's just, again, they're doing these books that are like these interactive journal books that are all about, you know, learning to be the divine feminine, biblical womanhood, being, you know, subservient to men. So it's all about like, if you don't have a husband yet, who can you be of service to? Your brothers, your father. And so like, they like talk young girls through on like how to be subservient to the men in their lives until finally they are chosen due to their beauty and purity to be a wife and then they can be subservient to the husband. So they should be choice. wives to their brothers and dads so they can, until they are, those are practice yep. husbands. Mm -hmm. And that's not weird apparently. That's not weird at yeah. all. Okay. Yeah, I know. I was really uncomfortable reading about it. Yeah. Um, the other thing is their books. They sold them on like Amazon, like all people that write shitty books do. But also I found out that their books got sold at, okay, so at the mall, there's a big mall near us, and there's that one store that I've always told you gives me like weird vibes because like there's something inherently religious-y, like there's just like this beigey get girl religious-y vibe that comes from this store. And so like, I don't know, it just gives me bad vibes. So I know, I've only gone in like once or twice because I'm like, I don't like it in here. I don't like the vibes in here. And it's called Altered State. Okay. Do you remember the store? I pointed it out to you. It's like, it's all floral headbands and big hats and like prairie dresses with poofy shoulders. Okay. And it's at the mall. It's very big store. But Wait, which which mall? The, the 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 giant mall? Yeah, the giant mall. Oh, okay. Well, there's so many stores that I wouldn't yeah. fucking know. Well, this is one. It's right by the food court. Well, we always see it, and I always go, I don't like that store. It gives me weird vibes. Okay, gotcha. Um, that by the way, the giant mall you're talking about, which is we're near Philly. Everybody knows this yeah. King of Prussia Mall. Yeah. King of Prussia Mall has like three food courts, so you're not okay. narrowing it down so to me. It looks like a free people for those that are listening. It for the ladies and gentlemen that have shopped at a free people. It looks like a free people. It's called Altered I know, State. No, no, I know the vibe you're talking about. It's that 2015 Instagram girl. Yeah. Floral headbands. We're going to Coachella. Big, you know. But Christian. Yeah. But Christian. So then I realized it's in the name, Altered. It's a Christian store. Oh, wait. Alter. Yeah. Not alter. Like, it's altered both. is like, oh, I'm in an altered state. I did drugs. I know. Yeah. But it's Altered, comma, D. Altered. Oh, that's the stupidest pun I've ever I heard. I know. So they started selling. They co-opted drug stuff. Yeah, they made drugs. Not that's cool. a sneaky agenda. Sneaky agenda. That's so sneaky. Don't you take our drugs? Don't you take our drug culture? <laughs> fucking no, no. I want to wear a baja and dance to weird guitar in a fucking field and take weird pictures of it with sepia tone. Yeah. Don't take that and make it about God. Boo. Listen, there's no God. There were, God wasn't there when I was at Bonnaroo in 2004. <laughs> okay? Yeah. God wasn't there when I skipped summer school to go to Woodstock 99. Okay? There is no God. Did you go to Woodstock 99? Yeah. You've never told me that. Oh, well. You did? Okay. So, anyway, they sold the book at Altered State. And then I was like, why would Altered State? So then I look into Altered State's apparently this hyper-Christian clothing store. Yeah. So I didn't know that. So anybody that goes to the mall and they go, Altered State, this is like a free people. It is, but your money gets kind of like a Fun Hobby off. Lobby. The money or Chick-fil-A. Or Chick-fil-A. Your money goes to some bad things sometimes. Okay. Okay. So the other thing, okay, one of their other merch things that I thought was so funny 
is they love merch by the way t-shirts anything these two can sell they're gonna sell it in a god honoring fucking way dude yeah and one thing they made is like a makeup bag so like a bag that like you put your makeup in like I have in my purse for like going to work yeah and they made a makeup bag and on the makeup bag it said god designed me to look just the way that I do but it's not a makeup bag I know so you're changing the design I know I was cackling. Oh my god. Imagine giving that to someone with a hair lip. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I just fucking, like, I'm just thinking of all the different people who need help. Yeah. Who have to have, like, plastic surgery or all these different yeah. things for, you know, born defects. Yeah. And things that are crippling for them. And you're gonna turn to them and be like, God designed you this way. Yeah. But put makeup on. Yeah. You're beautiful. Yeah, for your because future beauty husband. beauty is your only um, currency. And that is a big defining thing in everything they do is that beauty is your only currency as a woman. Intelligence, don't need it. They're going to tell you not to go to school. Yeah. You don't need street smarts. You don't need book smarts. You just need to be beautiful. We're back. Alex had to go smoke a cigarette. It's been a lot. <coughs> yeah. You know, I, I should. I know. <laughs> I smoke, but you're the one coughing. Yeah. Okay. So where we left off, I was just complaining about how basically they're just selling shame and this idea that beauty is your only currency as a woman. Yeah. Right. Now, the other thing that makes them incredibly interesting. Okay. I say incredibly interesting. I mean entertaining to me as someone deep diving into this. That being said, please don't go to their socials. Please don't look at their shit. We don't want to give them any algorithm views so that they can then get partners and make more money because if anything, ignoring these people would be the best option, I believe. But they are fucking entertaining, dude. It's because here's the thing. They hate each other, okay? They fucking hate each other. You mean Kristen and Bethany? Kristen and Bethany don't like each other, babes. So you're telling me that the girls behind Girls Define yeah. are defining each other as bitches? Yeah, yeah. Oh, babe. Okay. And the thing is, because of their biblical womanhood yep. and the way that they live their lives, they can't express this in a normal, healthy way. They can't not be a part of They created this business together, so this is their only source of income and, like, the little offshoots of it. So, like... They have no choice but to work with each other daily, right? But I, I, babe, I can't explain to you how much they don't like each other. And the only way they can um, verbalize this to each other is through passive-aggressive behaviors. Okay. And listeners, hus my husband knows, there's nothing <laughs> I hate more in this world than passive-aggressive shit. Because you're from Philly, and you just want aggressive-aggressive. Uh, just be aggressive. Okay? <laughs> yeah. If you got something to say, fucking say it. Yeah. We'll figure it out from there. And moving to the suburbs has been a hard life lesson for me in passive-aggressive behavior because I never had to deal with it before until we moved out here. And suddenly, I started having to deal with emails like, as for my last email, or can we circle back and like just like CCing a boss in something? That could have been a team's message. Like, why the hell? Why are you being passive-aggressive? Just say it. But I'll tell you this. This has nothing to do with Girl Defined. The way to get through passive-aggressive behavior is to just be hyper-confrontational. Yeah. Because people that are passive-aggressive do not know how to handle it. Yeah. So what I started doing at the job was when somebody would be really passive-aggressive to me in an email, I would just call them. Just that moment. Like, the exact moment I read the email, I'd pick up my phone, I'd dial their phone number, and I'd be like, 
What are you trying to say, Carol? What are you trying to say to me? Because what you're saying doesn't make sense. Explain it to me like I'm a child. And I'm telling you, all the Carols and Karens in this world, they're not used to that. They don't know how to handle it. They're like deer in headlights. No one's ever been confrontational with them in that way. And you'll get your answer and they'll stop sending those fucking emails. I'll tell you that much. Okay. So anyway, hate passive aggressive. But that being said, it is entertaining to giggle at it sometimes. And so I have asked Alex to pull up this video on YouTube. Um, it's from a YouTube channel called Fundy Snarky. Yep. Okay. And it's the title of this YouTube video is How to Be a Shady Bitch in a God-Honoring Way. Okay. And um, I feel like that explains everything. Now, these two, these are just numerous clips of them interacting with each other through their YouTube videos. And it very clearly demonstrates that they don't like each other. And it, while deep in the darkness of this deep dive, giggling at their cringy passive aggressiveness was the, pretty much the only thing that brought me joy. Gotcha. So what we're going to do now is because I don't know how to do it where we can watch it and also react in real time. Yeah. I'm going to take the audio of this. It's about four minutes. We're going to put it in. Uh, you guys can listen to it because, again, it's just the two of them sitting, I guess, on a bed talking back and forth. Yeah. And uh, we're going to watch it. Yeah. You guys are going to listen to it for four minutes. We'll put a link to the actual video on our Patreon. It'll be public yeah. to everybody. You will not have to be a member. Um, but everybody can see it there. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go and, and watch we're gonna this. And going to get Alex's reaction after the fact. Yes. All right. Thank you. A couple first dates that I went on. I mean... You got married young, you didn't have as many first date opportunities. Young compared to me. Well, um, I had a first date with Zach. True. But I, I think that my big top secret is that I actually bought a wedding dress when she was <laughs> wedding dress shopping because I found one that I loved. At the store I was shopping yeah. at for my dress. <laughs> and I actually bought one. That's how confident I was that I would probably be getting married like very soon right. after that, like a year or two because... It was like, oh, you know, there were plenty. You loved the dress yeah, so much. I, like, I might so as much. well snatch it up. I might as well snatch it up. And I felt like there were enough available options. One of them would probably work out. <laughs> Hilarious. That was hiding in your closet for years. No one knew. Like the back of your closet. I it was a huge dress. It, if anyone needs a dress. You're kidding. Anyways. <laughs> does it hurt the first time? I think the answer is yes, it does hurt the first time personally never had any pain oh. um and i was there you actually go. Ex memorizing scripture is something that's very hard for me and you should try my hours one hour. in the morning my meditation my memorization i sure would help <laughs> only you just okay, had a little I, more motivation let's yeah, use it to help us grow take advantage of it and to grow spiritually more. But you don't need to because you have five hours every morning. We always joke that my body type, like in general, is like yeah, more yeah, oval. Yeah. Yours is more round. And so like the way that we build muscle. So like when you were really unhappy about your nose for years and on end. Oh, yeah. Was it because you were comparing or why didn't you like your nose? It was because I was comparing. I have really stinky feet. That's true. So bad that my husband. It's like she's always been that way. So we are going to actually cut that down a little bit. <laughs> I just watched the four minute video. It, a lot of the stuff is like side looks and things like that, yeah. but I think the last minute of that, yeah, they really go into each other a little yeah. bit, especially about the one when she was like, sex hurts the first time. That one's like, I've always liked it. Like, I was like, what the fuck? And then the yeah. one calling the other one fat out of nowhere. <laughs> and well, you always hated your nose. Like, that was so fucking... Yeah. Ugh. So yeah, they don't like each other. It's, yeah. You can feel it when you watch them. Yeah. They don't like each other. Yeah, they're just two co-workers at this point. Yeah. But if they if they stop working together, then that proves that the family isn't the core unit. What? 
Because, yeah, that's the thing with a lot of these different groups, and it's a big thing in the South that I've noticed, is that, like, like up North, you really think more, and this is outside of Catholic families. Yeah. Like, Catholic families are bigger, so you, like, have your cousins and all these different things involved. Yeah. But in the South, like, it's almost like family clans and towns. Yeah. So, like, my mom's from the South, so, like, I when I go down there, I have all these first, second, third, fourth cousins removed. This is from the Pope branch. This is from the Woodard branch. This is from the Davis branch. Like, all these different things, and we know we're all interconnected. Yeah. But, like, especially these, like, true Midwest hillsdale style mega church people mm-hmm. like with the giant families of eight kids yeah. like as long as long as papa is still alive like they all want to show that they're all good and but the thing is is once the patriarch is gone yeah like they always shatter like they always shatter but they're trying to show that he's such a good patriarch or, or you know gra- grandma was such a good matriarch that we all held together. Yeah. And once that linchpin's gone, like the infighting starts and all this different stuff. Let me tell you about their grandfather. Okay. Because I did do a little research on their family. Because like I said, the Bairds, that's the name of the, the main family name, the Bairds. And their mom, Heidi Baird, she has her own like TikTok, Instagram situation where she like does more... Cert, like she does preachy stuff. She's like so. She's their Chris Jenner. Yeah, she's their Chris Jenner. Okay. She started this. Some of their sisters have been engaged on social media as well. I don't think I've seen anything about the brothers, but I guess for the women in this family, this is what you do. Um, but their grandfather, right? When on their Instagram at some point, they go to Austria for a family reunion or like a family vacation. To Austria. Okay, I was about to say they're going. To wait, wait, these... wait, hold on. Okay. They go to Austria. They make vlogs and they make Instagram posts about it because they're like, we're going to there for a vacation with our family. So like the family's all there, and then they start posting these images of their grandfather's like grave, and they're all like smiling, like they're next to in Austria. Uh huh. And then they like make another post and they show like this old timey Austrian building. And they're like, this is where our grandfather worked as the mayor. And he was the mayor of the town from 1938 to 1945. Shut the fuck up. No. Shut the fuck up. And then- oh, wait, wait, before we took, we- <laughs> holy shit, I'm so glad you made me get a smoke. Their grandfather was a Nazi Austrian mayor? Yes. Because there's no way to be a mayor in Austria from 1938 to 1945 without being a member of the Nazi party. It was a sole party state. Austria was reincorporated into Germany. Yeah, I know. And they made a whole post about how their grandfather had to flee Austria during World War II. But I don't think that No, they... he fled after World War II. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So there was they did get some feed, they got some heat they got some constructive criticism about them some on social media feedback they got some, some feedback. feedback about their Nazi the mayor grandpa were like, wait a minute we've done some math on that timeline holy shit so allegedly so these are literally Nazi corn children <laughs> these are Nazi corn children telling girls that they're fucking ugly and that they. The gays are mm-hmm. being controlled by secret forces yep. that are sneaky. I wonder what sneaky forces they think are behind things. And they fucking hate each other. They just hate like, each other so much. Just like the Nazis. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so, 
That whole thing. The other thing that in that clip we didn't talk about other than like their passive aggressiveness. The fact that they film so much shit while driving because clearly that they can't fucking get along. They have to be locked in a car together. <laughs> No. And they're constantly both looking at their phones while yeah. the other one's talking. There's no eye contact. No. You and I have a single microphone. We make eye contact the entire time. Yeah. Often because we're concerned with what the other one's yelling <laughs> into this microphone. <laughs> but, like, they they don't have to fucking work together. In yeah. fact, the Bible says they should shut the fuck up. I already quoted it. Yeah. First Timothy. Yeah, listen, they... Oh, and real quick. Yeah. There was a... Because they, they ran, like, pop-up video bubbles at the bottom. Yeah, like, that pointing was the, out... That, that was edited in yeah. by Fundy Snarky. But they it did set show how to spell Dave. Yeah. And it's D, but it does the A-E combo. I don't know what that's called. So it's uh -huh. D-A-E-V. But no, on the on their thing, it was D-A-B-B-B-D-A, whatever. With the line? Yeah. Or is it dots? The line. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to spell Dave anymore. I just don't understand. You brought me in the world where we don't know how to spell Dave. I just have a lot of thoughts and opinions about people that don't like LGBTQ people and talk a lot of shit on trans people and pronouns, but suddenly I got to call you Bethy and Dove? Yeah. Listen, I'll do it. Bethy and Dove. Yeah, that's fine. If that makes you happy. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. But why are you talking shit? Yeah, maybe don't be quiet about your Nazi grandfather. <laughs> they weren't quiet. They made a post about it. I know. Him. That's the thing. It's like, why? Oh, my God. So. He had to flee. Then why is he buried there? Oh, my God. All right. Um, and you guys went there specifically. A whole family. Big family trip. To go hang out. In Austria. Where your, where your pop-pop. Was <laughs> <laughs> the mayor. Was the Nazi mayor. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the other thing that we saw in that passive aggressive video that tickled my tummy in a special way because of, of how much they dislike each other and how they like clearly don't understand when to not be the worst Yeah, is when Kristen went wedding dress shopping because Kristen got married 10 years prior to uh, Bethany. Yeah. And so in their culture, this is horrible. Bethany didn't get married until she was 30. And this is, you know, obviously she should have just buried herself alive because what's the point of being alive if you're going to get married so late in life? You have no value, no worth, right? So they, they all as a family, all the women, they go wedding dress shopping mm -hmm. for Kristen, who is engaged to, I think I said Zach, right? And at that wedding dress appointment, Bethy buys a wedding dress. For herself. For herself. Yeah. Because she thinks in her mind that she's going to get married soon. But also, again, to take all, any and all eyes off of someone else, one of the other siblings, and be the center of attention for a moment, even though it's because you're being a huge asshole. Like, I don't, there's a lot of wedding culture stuff that I don't, didn't engage in when we got married because I yeah. just don't give a shit. Just yeah. not my and I didn't bag. Yeah. Because again, as we said earlier, we both worked as wedding caterers for <laughs> yes, a while. So there's no mystery about a yeah. wedding. A wedding is a ceremony that we kept to 12 minutes. Yeah, 12 minutes. I said, if it goes over 12 minutes, I looked at the priest dead in the face. I'm like, I will shine a flashlight in your eyes and tell you to wrap this yeah, shit up. wrap it up. We got places to go. <clears throat> and then it's a party. Yeah. It's a party. I just want to throw a big party for my friends. Yeah, and it, that's all we get. And everybody yeah. had a great time. We need some good food. And Dance. that was it. And we were like, we're going to keep this reasonable because I'm not putting a down payment on the house Oh, on a four-hour afternoon. Who cares? It's a fucking party. We just got it. We had to go to City Hall. That took longer to go. Yeah, that did. Fucking sick. We had to go. Yeah, we had to go get a wedding certificate from City Hall, and that was a fucking oh experience. Oh my god! But so, there. Like, I don't have a lot. I don't have a lot of like 
engagement in like the wedding stuff, right? But yeah. at the same time, if I was wedding dress shopping and my, I don't have a sister, if my cousin took that moment to start trying on wedding dresses and then bought one at my wedding dress appointment, honestly, you know my family, there would have been fist fighting. Yeah. We would have got kicked out of the David's Bridal. Yeah. Because you know in my story we're going David's Bridal at yeah. this point. So like, I can't imagine like how they interact with each other daily when like this is the level of like vindictiveness they take at each other for 10 years. It's so crazy. I know. That's so wild to me. I know. But also, because like, I mean, I've seen it where it's bad enough where somebody proposes during someone else's wedding. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. that's so fucking nuts. That being said, like, I feel if you ask some, if you ask the bride and groom. Yeah, no. It, like, it, if one of our friends came to us and be like, listen, I think it would be cool. Because, because all of like, our other friends are already we're here. We're already here. It's hard to get us all together in a group. Yeah. It takes a year of fucking scheduling to get people together. 100%. And if they said, I'd be like, absolutely, let's get you a microphone. Yeah. I stole the microphone from my wedding, everybody, because there was too many goddamn stand-up comedians at my wedding. That's true. And so I would not give anyone the microphone because I didn't trust anyone to try to do a five-minute set yep. to get the tee-hee-hees from the crowd because their dopamine receptors are broken. Yep. <laughs> and I forced everyone's speeches to be under three minutes. Yeah. I was like, I'm not fucking, because you get mad at me when we go to weddings because whenever the best man and the maid of honor get up to give their speeches, oh. I always leave. Yeah. I'm like, no, I was a professional fucking public speaker yeah. for for two decades. Yeah. I don't want to sit through a fucking amateur. Yeah. It would be like you having to go sit. It would be, you know what it would be? It would be you being forced to sit in a kitchen and watch a child bake. <gasps> like you would be losing your mind. You're like, you're spilling shit everywhere. You didn't measure that. Like it's not gonna rise. Like that, that would be you. And like to me, it's like, listen, I don't want to be the bad guy. I don't want to be in the back of the room fuming. This is going to take anywhere between seven to 45 minutes. There's no Because telling. there's never a fucking telling. Because best men and maid of honors, they never know what the proper length of a speech is. They never run it past anybody. No, they should. They really should. They never time it. Mm -mm. They never look for beats. They don't try it out. And they, listen, it's fine. You don't have to. This is the one, maybe maybe two occasions you're going to have to do something like this. There's always an inside joke that is way too biting for someone and we all have to watch them in the eyes. Yeah. I don't like any of those experiences. I don't want to be there. I just remember when you told me that you met Jason and I just knew he was going to be the one. Fuck off. No, you didn't. You're a liar. <laughs> oh, man, I remember when fucking Jason came to me. He's like, hey, I met this chick. I'm like, hey, you smashing fucking pass, dude. Like, no, I don't want to sit through this. I'm going to go outside and fucking smoke with the fucking caterers yeah. who are also outside smoking right now. That's where the joy is during a wedding. It's being with the people working at it who are like, holy shit. Some dude named Uncle Greg is fucking hammered. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is, that, I cannot tell y'all. You know, I don't know if, like, it would be entertaining enough, but, like, I would love to sit down and write out all of the funniest stories of catering weddings for a decade. Because there that, are truly so many. So many. Just insane moments. Yeah, the amount of times I had to be told it wasn't my job to stop a fist fight, it was my job to mop up the blood afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. It happened too stack many times. Stack those chairs, okay? Yeah, listen, I'm here to stack. No, what about that one wedding I did in Jersey where the lady was, like, really in the, like, 
country styling. So she had like cowboy boots and stuff. And then they had like bullet casings in the center. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God. And she was from Jersey. Yeah. She was from but Jersey. But also, to be fair, she was wearing leather cowboy boots and bullet casings and everyone was dressed in hunter garbs and we were working for a vegan catering company. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, that wasn't the vegan one. Oh, that wasn't? One. No, oh, okay. it was a different one. Oh, that was a But I do one. remember that her bridesmaids had like these mini fans and she was sitting in the back room where I was like taking drinks and snacks to them and her legs are spread, they've got the dress up and two of the bridesmaids are just aiming fans at her frigging cooter because it was so hot in there apparently. And I was just like, I, every time I walked near this group, I was just like, oh my God, these are the worst people in the world. Yeah. And they're not going to tip us. Yeah. We and they're making our I remember you. Rate. I remember you taking pictures of it and sending to me. Or yeah. you were like, look up this hashtag. And I was like, why am I looking at a West oh, Virginia? Oh, yeah, yeah. And it looked like a West Virginia wedding. Like, yeah. it was like that sort of it thing. Was very, they played that song. What? The Virginia song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the John Denver song. Yeah, they, it was like that. It was like Take the theme home. of the wedding was West Virginia. Yeah, it was Country Roads. But they were fucking from Jersey. Yeah. And not like Pine Barrens, not North Jersey in the woods. Like Cherry Hill. Cherry Hill, dude. Cinnamonson. Yeah. Like, I was like, what are you talking about? All right. Well, let's okay, say. I'm sorry. We're way off. We're way off. No, we're good. We're good. We got we time. Got time? Okay. So, okay, whatever this. Nazis. They don't like each other. They hate the LGBTQ. They're selling shame. The grift. The grift. So, where are they now, babe? Okay. <laughs> where are they now? That's what we need to go into, right? All right. I've set you up. I've given you all the information about Bethany and Kristen and where they come from. Oh, wait. I forgot one thing. Okay. It's like, so, their whole family... Okay, the women in their family get on social media. Like I said, you don't only really see the men or the brothers or anything. So, there have been different points where they've like brought their other sisters in. Because again, the focus is on girlhood, young womenhood, purity. So as they got older and married, they're no longer girls. So they started bringing in their younger sisters for content because they're like girls. Yeah. And one of them. And was, and also, not only that is because the the younger sisters are hoping will point them into what things are cool. What are the cool things you yeah. guys are doing? Yeah. So the one sister, Elisa. Again, because YouTube is feeding them analytics. Yeah. Remember that, y'all. Remember what I said earlier in the show. Yeah. All of these sites, all these social medias are feeding their their these casters mm -hmm. analytics. So they're watching. That they're watching their audience age up. Yeah. And it's making them nervous because they know they want the 13 to 18 it's demographic. To manipulate yes. and convince that they need to uh, like revel in the shame of purity culture. Yeah. But it's also the same thing like with Comcast and Verizon Fios, right? They know they give the deals to new members. Yeah. Your existing members do not matter. No, we don't care. Yeah. Wait, so anyway. But wait, real quick. Okay. Team leads. We will always care about you. <laughs> we will, Especially our OG team leads. Yeah, the OG team There's a couple of your names that like are burned in my brain forever. Yeah. All right. So wait, Elisa, they bring her on. They start talking about her, making you know Instagram posts about her because she is in a courtship. Again, this is what the Christians call like yeah, 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 they're yeah. in a courtship. Yeah, it's Midwest. So their parents are involved. The blah blah. So Elisa is in a courtship with this guy Andre. So Andre is actually from Ukraine. Okay. Because their parents' church is part of like this missionary thing that goes to and from Ukraine okay. to bring the message of whatever version of Christianity we're talking about over there. Okay. And so in that, they met Andre's parents and then they, you know, they do the thing where they decide that this is who you're going to marry, you go through a courtship. And so she... Uh, so he's a mail-order husband. 
Yeah, but also it kind of goes the other way because he's really into like leading the family, which is what they say is like, oh, the man leads the family. Okay. So he verbalized multiple times that like he really likes her because she doesn't push back against his will. Oh, see, this is the flip side of, like, those Return of Kings, Andrew Tate fuckers. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're always screaming against Western feminism and how you should be more like Eastern European or Asian women. Yeah. Because they know how to be demure and all that different shit. Yeah. And so, okay, I get you. So, Andre and Elise go through the courtship. All the courtship is on social media because it's like, oh my god, look how they're so cute and they're dating, but it's Christian dating. Okay. And... So, Andre, he's not great. He's super homophobic, misogynist, um, really, like, literally said he loves her because she's not independent. Okay. You know, as someone who has credentials with domestic violence victims, not a good sign. Yeah, no, I not a good I sign. I want you to know that you should really be as independent in relationships as possible for your own safety. Yes. So, anyway, I don't know if you know this. Um, there's a bit of a war going on in Ukraine. Yes, I do know that. Yeah. So when that broke out was right after they had gotten married and she was like really pregnant, like 38 weeks pregnant. Okay. Right. And so in those first moments of the Ukraine war, a lot of people were fleeing to like Poland and other places that were close by. So she's 38 weeks pregnant. They're fleeing. So she's, but they're in Ukraine. They're in Ukraine. She moved okay. to Ukraine. She moved to Ukraine. With no family to support. Gotcha. With a man that likes her because she doesn't talk back. Really great. Okay, so she's in a country with a language she doesn't speak because there's no way she speaks Ukrainian. She does not speak Ukrainian. Okay. Um, so, again, just all the red flags okay. in the world for a bad situation. They, She is trying to get to Poland. She's trying to cross the border to Poland. There's you know, obviously traffic and all that stuff that happened. And the whole time they're putting it on social media. Her, her mom, Bethany and Kristen, they're making all kinds of content. They started GoFundMe. Help us support financially. Like... We, she needs support because she's pregnant, which is true. I can't imagine yeah. finding out the country you moved to alone without any family You like has gone to war, right? So she does make it out. She gets out and flies to America. She is safe. The thing is, and I don't know, there's a lot of gray area in it, but I think that my opinion is that it's not great. Um, Andre also left and moved to America. Okay. But Zelensky clearly said that if you are between this age and this age, the men of Ukraine were told they were not allowed to abandon the state at all. Talking about President Zelensky, the yeah. president of Ukraine. He made a statement while this was happening that all men between the ages of like 16 to 60. Yeah, they're basically drafted. They were all immediately drafted to fight the war against Russia. And Andre fled yeah. to America. Yeah. And so like... I don't know, if you're preaching to me that you're the head of the household and that you're this big, strong man, why are you fleeing to America when you should stay and fight for your country? Mm. But I understand his pregnant wife. I have compassion there for the situation. But I also think, like, well, I don't know, know. To be fair, when Russia invaded Ukraine, mm -hmm. they stated they were doing it to overthrow the Nazis. Yeah. And so he oh. has to protect his wife, whose grandfather oh, was a shit. fucking... Nazi mayor. Oh, right, because but also there are there also are a lot of right wing elements that are part of the Ukrainian army and others, and like it's one of those things that's annoying because you'll hear a lot of people on the right who are pro Russia yeah. will say that the Ukrainians are Nazis, and it's like yeah, there are a lot of anti Semites and bigots and things like that as a part of Ukraine because of that's where it is. Yeah. However, it's not the whole picture. Yeah, it would be like saying the U.S. Army is full of racists, and I'm like, okay. 
there are a lot of racists in America. Yeah. Like, it just depends on where you are. Yeah. Like, I can't say that everybody in Pennsylvania isn't racist. But if I went to the middle of the state and just, I don't know, Walked showed them my last name, I might have an issue. Maybe, yeah. And I've seen this because I've been there. Yeah. So, you know, just saying that as a Jew with a fucking last name Perlman, like, I know. Yeah. And this is this is a thing that happens, especially in the Eastern Bloc countries. I can't fault too much for fleeing a war in general. Yeah. Um, however, yeah, don't talk a big game now. Yeah. Just say, hey, fucking, fucking Jesus wants peace, so I, I peaced. Yeah, so I don't know. There was a lot of gray area in that story. Yeah. I just found it to be, you know, a thing of note that he fled... But also, I was just really concerned for her safety, and I don't know. Oh, definitely concerned for her safety. I'm more bothered, actually, that they, their first impulse was GoFundMe. Oh, of course. Because, again, these are people who have money. Yeah. Right? Doesn't so, matter. They're grifters. I know, exactly. All right, so what's... They're marketing the fact that a war broke out. And that their sister is pregnant and fleeing one. Yeah. Because they know that people are looking at hashtag Ukraine. Exactly. Grifts. Um, there was another analytics. sister, Rebecca. She's like deep into QAnon. She's nothing. Susanna, she's the one that did all their graphic design. She, I mean, I, girl got a Canva login. That's cool. Oh, speaking of Ukraine, Kristen, the one with the headband, she, like I said in the very beginning, she's like was on an infertility journey. So she was discussing her infertility a lot. Because again, if you thought marriage was important, for the value of your divine feminine. Well, the first step, the first step of being yeah. a girl is getting married. And the then second the second step, step is having the baby. That's being a woman. So she's not a woman according to her own religion. Yeah. So it was a, a big plot point, but then I guess at a certain point they realized that they were just not going to be able to have children. So they adopted two children from Ukraine. Okay. This is before the war. They adopted two Ukraine Ukrainian boys and the thing that I thought was the most fucked up about this was that they refused to learn Ukrainian and they would not allow the children to speak Ukrainian. Oh, cool. Cool. Just cultural genocide. Yes. That's guy. Okay, yeah. great. So they were like, no, you speak English now. Great. Yep. So that, you know, I, again, really just, great people. They really had to fly all the way over to Europe to get themselves some white kids. Yep. All right. Uh, that's pretty much it. Um... So then, okay, what are they doing now, other than all that stuff? The main thing, Kristen has really kind of like stepped away from Girl Defined, the one with the adopted children. She She's there, she does things, but she's not as involved anymore. There's not as many Girl Defined videos where they're both, pardon me, involved. Um, however, Bethany, she is not giving up, okay? Bethany wants to be social media famous, actually infamous, I believe. Because like you said with the analytics, they know yeah. that people don't like them. Because every video you watch, every video, comments are turned off. They know people don't like this. And the reason that this YouTube channel is called Fundy Snarky is because they've made videos where they say, oh yeah, there's that Reddit Fundy Snark that makes fun of us. Because the, they read it. Yeah. And But they called it Fundy Snarky. Which is funny. All these all these <laughs> grifters, they yeah. all read the negative comments. Yeah. And they all... And what's also funny, though, is, is you can tell that them turning off the comments had to actually hurt them. Yeah. Oh, boo. Because as social media people, they know that comments, and especially fights in comments, generate more views. Yeah. And that comes through as more monetization. Exactly. And so, like, you can tell they're like, no, because there's probably people deep... Because they're now targeted by Fundy Snark. Yeah. 
there's people actively trying to deprogram their followers in their comments, and they're, so they're in they're they're trapped in the debate. Yeah. Of do I leave comments on to generate more views, or do I turn comments off to not lose viewers? Yeah. And by targeted by Fundy Snark, based on what I read on that Reddit, I don't think that they're targeting them. I think that they're very much pointing out to people that are within the Christian fundamentalist uh, um, religion, like, this is what's wrong with this, because, like, that whole subreddit seemed to be a lot about people that were born and raised in this situation and how they deprogram themselves. Yeah. And so spotting the signs, having the discussions yeah, tar about... Targeting was the wrong word. Yeah. I just mean, like, in general, it was because it was the same thing that happened with the Chrisleys. Yeah. It's the same thing with all these different people that we've covered so far, is there will always be a subreddit or a sub-community mm -hmm. that is aware of them. Yeah. And the thing is, is you typically don't, um, come across them unless you were already kind of in that pipeline and then step out of it. Exactly. It, it's a lot like with MLMs. Most people who talk about multi-level marketing have ha been affected by it in some way. Yeah. There is no one in this world who hasn't been touched by MLMs who then doesn't, or HOAs, yeah. who don't feel passionately about them. Like, Years ago, I didn't give a fuck about HOAs. Now I have thoughts. And now I have thoughts because I've had friends who bought properties in HOAs and yeah. then explained it to me. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well now I've been with with somebody who's through that experience or when we were looking for homes. And I was like, absolutely not. Yeah, no, you were absolutely not. <laughs> and we luckily found one that didn't. I could, when, when you explained to me what HOAs were, because, yeah. like, again, growing up in the inner city, HOAs isn't a thing. Yeah. And I realized that HOAs are just a new form of redlining for the suburbs. But also, like, you're not going to tell me what color my trash can can be. Okay, yeah. babes? Like, if I'm paying a mortgage, you won't get to tell me shit about my house. Yeah. Also, why are you charging me 200 to $400 a month on top of my mortgage? That's insane. Absolutely the fuck not. Yeah. And the thing is, is, like, small, small, very small unit HOAs... Uh, you know, homeowners associations yeah. that are there to deal with common spaces in a neighborhood. Yeah. Fine. I get that. Yeah. Just baseline stuff like that. Hey, we do one trash contract for this entire area because we don't, our local government doesn't yeah. deal with that. Trash but if you're going to come to my house and tell me I can't put up the decorations I want to put up yeah. because they're not the right color theme and my house has to be painted a certain color. Yeah. Like, fist fight in the street. If, if you suddenly... I pay property tax. If you suddenly ban... I'm suddenly libertarian. If you... Yeah, when it comes to your house... <laughs> listen, when it comes to our property line, you you get buried. Don't tread on me. It's, it's, I'm like, I'm putting up one flag, and it's a snake that says, don't step on me. Yeah. And uh, it's real funny. It is, it is really funny how... How your banners are very red right up to our property line, and it is very yellow. It is a yeah. yellow fucking Gadsden flag. <laughs> but anyway, the um, I, is that it? No, I got one more thing to okay. talk about. Is, is that, so Bethy's not giving up the grift, okay? Okay. She refuses to leave social media because this is, you know, she's addicted to the positive and negative reinforcement. So she made this grift. And this is the grift of the grifts. This grift made me laugh so hard, okay? So her thing that she sells, because a grift is something you're selling, right? She, on her Instagram page, she is selling a course, okay? Like you, like a, you take this course, it's a class. It's a course on how to make courses. 
Okay. That's the Hustlers University grift completely. Yeah. That's a hundred percent the Hustlers so University grift. She made what I'm assuming is a twelve uh, piece PowerPoint about how to make a course that is a twelve piece PowerPoint, which you can then market and sell to other people so they can learn the thing you're teaching in your course. Yeah. Okay. So it's a course about making courses. Yeah. All right. It's a grift about making grifts. Yeah. I'm going to grift you so you can become the grifter. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it's uh, expensive. Yeah, how much? She's selling each of her courses about how to make courses for 1500 bucks. Shut the fuck. You can go to college. You can go to community college for 1000 Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, that's funny because she recently posted on Instagram, and I took a screenshot of it because I felt like I might need to bring it up with you. So this is a picture of her. She's putting on red lipstick. It says, I always make people upset when I say this, but I'm going to say it anyway, right? This always makes people with college degrees really mad. Oh my God. I know it must be hard for some to admit that it's possible for people to make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year without a degree or the debt many went into to get it. Let me start by saying I'm absolutely not against college. I think it has its place. I'm just acknowledging the fact that it's 2023 and degrees are no longer necessary for most avenues of success. Emoji, yes, we still need those professional environments for areas like medicine and science, etc. I just want women to know, whether you have a degree or not, that the online digital space is the most explosive and growing industries in the world. People love to learn from people that get them, that understand their pain and struggle and can offer a solution. A final solution. Whoa. Uh, emoji. That's a little bag with the banknote. Decide on a profitable course topic that you can create, even if you don't have any ideas. Uh, pencil and paper emoji. Learn a strategy to successfully launch your new biz on IG. A uh, little bubble emoji. DM me. I'm ready, in quotes, to join my masterclass for free. Love, Bethany. The best part is it's not a masterclass. No. It's not actually through master classes. No. It, but that it, the idea is the master class, but also I think that she is not the top of the downline. I think there's someone above this. Like I think she's in someone else's downline because when I looked into it, all of it's on this website called Kajabi. Okay. And like to put your course on Kajabi, which looks like the master class website kind yeah, of, yeah. is like $200 a month. So like... So, so she's paying a landlord, mm -hmm. an internet landlord, $200 a month yeah. to host her 12 PowerPoint slides yes. that she wants you to pay $1,500 a month uh -huh. for. It's grifters all the way down, babe. Grifters all the way down. Also, the one that also made me giggle is that she offered a scholarship. She, a scholarship to her classes. She offered three scholarships, guys. Put it in the DMs. Emojis in the, with the comment section. Okay, guys, I'm offering three scholarships. Instead of the usual fifteen hundred, I'm gonna give it to you for nine hundred because you've received a scholarship. Oh my god! All right, is that it? Is that um, it? Because I'm I'm getting I'm at my wits end uh, at this point. Yeah, that's it. I just want to let you know that the other thing that kind of like brought it another full circle for me is that that business she started, the courses selling courses to make courses business, she calls it she works smart. So on Instagram, it's under She Works Smart. Oh my God. Which is very similar to another business that's in the Christian evangelical range called She Lives Freed. 
Oh, God. Do you remember what She Lives Freed is? No. She Lives Freed is the business that Brittany Dawn owns. I don't, I can't tell you how full circle we just fucking went. <laughs> I can't tell you. Jesus Christ, that was like Thanos at the end. Got him. It's like the fucking very end of watching the Avengers and Thanos, Brittany Dawn, is floating there in the yeah. fucking background. She's going to baptize you in a bucket, y'all. Oh, my God. Anything you'd like to say to everybody before we uh, end this um, episode? I'm sorry if we made you sad about anything because we did get really weird in the beginning. Maybe. Yeah, it was pretty dark in the beginning. I'm sorry about that. It was kind of dark in the middle. Uh, Listen, it happens. Number two, please don't go find these people online. Yeah. it's Even though you would want to leave a comment telling them they're bad garbage, I understand that feeling. But let's not give them any analytics yeah. that they can use to try to make more money on this grift. Yeah, and, and as we, we said at the beginning, but everything else is, is they look for engagement. Yeah. Every, especially when we're talking about online personalities, um, and, and next week when I cover Onision, mm -hmm. they live off of clicks. Yeah. They think when they see that you write, ha ha, you fucking loser, in the yeah. comments, they go, this video got 31 comments. My last video only got 15. Yeah. And they, trust me, y'all. All attention is good attention yep. when you're a narcissist. Yeah, all, all advertising is good advertising. Like, the more your name's out there, Andrew Tate specifically, and you can go through and look at all of his different Don't stuff. Don't do it. It's a nightmare. But all of these guys are built on trying to get subtweeted. Yeah. They're trying to get dunked on because when you go and subtweet one of these psychos or take a screenshot of them and their name's right there and yeah. you put it out there, what happens is 100 people see it, right? Yeah. 99 of them go... Listen, Alex is right. This person's a fucking loser. Yeah. But one of them goes... Well, they I, make some good points. Well, I mean, the guy's making some good points. They make some good straw man arguments right Yeah, now. no, you know what? And let me go click on this guy some more. And let me like, go click maybe on... Maybe not for our listeners and people that follow us on social media because it seems like mostly only grown-ups follow us. But, like, if you're a young person who's struggling with your religion that you grew up in... Struggling with body image. With bo yeah, all of these things about how the only thing you have to have bring to the world is being beautiful and nothing else. Like, purity culture. Yeah, ima imagine being... Like, being they, they're so... They're the prime target, and they're a target. And so it's important to just not engage with these people. Well, specifically, think about it if you have somebody... A, a girl in high school, right? Mm -hmm. And she's not doing well in school. Yeah. She's not. And because the school isn't aimed for her or whatever is going on for whatever reason, maybe she has a learning disability, it doesn't matter. She's not doing well in school to what her parents believe. She might be getting B's, but her parents want A's. She might be getting C's, whatever. Uh, C's get degrees. Exactly. <laughs> but she clicks online and she comes across Girl Defined and Girl Defined tells her, don't worry about school. You just need to find a husband. You don't need a good career. Yeah. You don't need to be independent. You just need to find a man and it doesn't matter what this man is. It doesn't matter. They're not telling they them. do not give a shit about what kind of man you marry. Yeah. Just look at what I said about Andre. Yeah. That dude is a walking red flag. Yeah. And they were like, but she got married. Yeah. Great. Because, because again, it's a fairy tale. And but all, also, fairy ta all fairy tales end with the wedding. Yep. Oh, God. But also, like, this leads into the trad wives thing. Yeah. Ugh. You're sitting in your chair crazy now, so we're going to end the episode because you just did a whole... I just sat crisscross applesauce. Yeah, I know, but you didn't do that the whole episode and you just went the trad wives things, and then you crossed your legs yeah. all weird. <laughs>
So, y'all, thanks again so much. Again, to all of our Patreons, thank you so much for following us. Mrs. Promania, do you have any ending words of wisdom? Um, I don't have any ending words of wisdom, but I had an idea for new podcast stuff, so keep an eye out if we get that going. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.